Let this food take you places you've never imagined. We really out here eating good-ass food, listening to good-ass music, just vibing. We aren't critics. Fuck critics. We're only bringing you things we love. With your hosts, Lil Robbie Vince and Nelson motherfucking Conroy. You've never experienced anything like this before. Open your ears and free your taste buds. Gastro traveling, motherfucker. Welcome to another episode of Gastro Traveling, episode eight. Eight. I'm here with my best friend. Hi. Pending. Rob. <laughs> and uh, we got uh, a couple surprises for you. We're doing Swimming by Mac Miller. I know it doesn't look like it by the album we have on the wall because... I bought the deluxe box edition of Swimming in Circles, the two album combo on vinyl, whatever, whatever. Uh, whatever. So whatever. we are just doing swimming tonight. We'll be doing circles in the near future yes. because we definitely want to talk about both and we love both albums. But yes. tonight we're going to get into uh, swimming. So I am Nelly Nutbuster, a.k.a. Nelson Conroy. <laughs> um, Lil Robbie Vance. Yeah, so we're here, Rob. What's up? Not much, man. How you doing tonight? How was your week? It was it was busy as fuck, yeah, son, nice. but it was good. How was you? Uh, kind of amazing because I'm alive and, and nothing can stop me. And we're nice. going to blow up soon. So <laughs> Nice. It's whatever. Yeah. Uh, so uh, let's just dive into what, what what food we have in front of us this evening. I, I'm not smart enough to even talk about what's in front of us. So it looks, like, it looks like we got some a little shrimp skewers. Got a little shrimp. A little here. shrimp skewers. Got a little shrimp, got a little then we chicken. got a little chicken, but... We do have an expert in the room. <gasps> Who's that? Uh, Mr. Chef Angel. Could you come to the studio, please? Ooh, Chef Angel. Chef Angel my, is here. He's the greatest chef I've ever met in person. Uh, I have not met Emeril Goss yet, so <laughs> <laughs> when I meet him, that's uh, when it's going to be an issue. Sit on but, down, uh, son. Here's Angel. Applause, applause. What's up, man? You're getting stingier every week with the space thing. <laughs> Angel, what's up? Hold me on what's my up, chair? How, how are you? Oh, wait, I'm supposed up. to hold you. I'm pretty go. good. Pretty yeah, good. That's amazing to hear. So what have you prepared for us this week? So uh, I guess in like a weird like spirit way from like last week, I wombo comboed two. <laughs> okay. Two uh, like menu items from two. I wouldn't call them Pittsburgh institutions, mm-hmm. but like. Uh, Pittsburgh, so where Mac Miller is from. A little, little backstory. Uh, so there was a comp. Com- complex that yeah, the magazine like, yeah. they interviewed Mac Miller and uh he had mentioned a few spots like staples around Pittsburgh from where he's from uh and there was like two little diners that I really like all right this looks cool so I looked into it and then uh I just like mix and match a few menu items one was Primanti Bros and the other one was um what's the other one it was like Eden Diner. Eden Diner. So there's just like, you know, like, what are you going to get from Pittsburgh? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Eden Park. Eden Park. Eden Park. Eden Park. Okay. So uh, from Eden Park, I took apart the, they had like shrimp scampi for like one of the dinner entrees uh, and the rice pilaf. I took that. And then from Primanti Bros, I took their Cajun chicken, which was on a salad. But I'm like, let me just like, so I breaded it. Sure. So from top to bottom, do I always do top to bottom or top yeah, to yeah, bottom? yeah, top so, to bottom, I like that. 
That's a bottom. So we do have a modified uh, shrimp scampi. So it is I'm gonna take a garlic, parm, and ranch pan-seared shrimp scampi. Okay. Uh, we have breaded, not fried, Cajun chicken. Okay. Take a bite of that shrimp. Well, take a bite of your shrimp. Also, well, Rob might be allergic to shrimp. Change your fucking life. We don't know. If, if, no, I grew out of this, man. If he dies on you, I'm so sorry. No, we good. Um, we I have, always keep an EpiPen on me. <laughs> <laughs> then we have uh, the breaded chicken, breaded Cajun chicken. There's some fresh lemon for you guys to squeeze on there. My favorite hot sauce. You know, diner, you think hot sauce, you know. Absolutely. Uh, we also have a, a chef's rice pilaf. So it does have like a brown rice, white rice. Red rice and then red quinoa. Beautiful, red this quinoa. is amazing. It's like thank a you whole. So much, Angel. Welcome. I said thank you. This is You're beautiful. very welcome, Bubble. One day I'll, I'll for sure bring desserts. One very day. inspired. Uh, we also have some uh, roasted broccoli, and I think that covers all the bases. There are a little bit of microgreens. What's the microgreens? Oh, it is broccoli microgreens uh, that I was gifted from. I can't say gifted, can I? I mean, yeah. they were gifted from uh, my buddy, and they're from Santi Greens. They're Beautiful. I love. Why can't you say they're gifted? Were they stolen? Well, no, they were definitely <laughs> gifted. Where can you Where can you get his microgreens? Plug him. We don't. Um, uh, he's usually in the pavilion. Well, Santi Greens on Instagram. There we go. There we uh, go. Then also, if you live in the Port Orange area, he is at the farmers market every Sunday, from yeah. as soon as they open to like three o'clock. Okay. Um, did I forget anything? I'm gonna meet my wife at a farmers market. That'd be nice. That'd be sweet. That's the kind of woman I want to marry. It's a farm. farm, farm oh, this is hot. This is hot. This is spicy. <laughs> 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 what did you do? It caught a, up to me. This, I had this. a crush at a farmer's market. Uh, she was the grape lady. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. She's Randy's dying. <laughs> <Wait, what? laughs> she used to drool over the grapes. Who? You, she, <laughs> Who are you talking about? She, his farmer's market crush. Farmer's market crush. Oh, okay. The grape Jesus. lady. It was the grape lady. When you say lady, grape lady sounds like she's like in her 60s. <laughs> she, it was rough. <laughs> well, Angel, I think you've hit it out of the park again. Thank you, Bubble. It's beautiful. We'll rate it later, but it's going to get a high rating. Okay. That's amazing. Thank you, you so much. We Thank love you so much. That's Angel, everybody. Chef Angel, son. You can find him at, uh, at Chef in High Def. On Instagram, yep, he's got like ten Instagrams. Yeah, he got he got more Instagrams than he has jobs. (laughs) And uh, yeah, it's close though. It's close. But he got a lot of fucking jobs. (laughs) It was food good. That hot sauce fucking hot. Oh, it caught up to me. Like I, I was me too. Excuse me one second. Let me chew. Okay, I was chewing it. I was like, oh, this ain't nothing. This is like nice and sweet and hot, whatever. And then I was talking about my future love, (laughs) and boy, oh boy, I was stabbed in the tongue by a devil. Uh, Yeah. it's very but good, this though. Is, I don't even like... Listen, I don't even like seafood like that. And I might have an allergic reaction. I don't know. I've had seafood in a while. But whatever. Yeah. I used to be allergic when I, to shrimp when I was a little boy. Actually, not really. I was not. And then I grew into it. And then I think I've grown out Listen, of it. Listen, if you had an allergic reaction right now, that's a viral clip. We'll go viral. I just decided... We're going to kill Rob on this episode. I just decided, and I got super strong with my age, that I'm not allergic anymore, so I just eat it. I don't think you can identify as somebody that's not allergic to... You can't tell me what I can and cannot identify as. I just don't think it works like that, Rob. You're born a certain... Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how it works. Swimming by Mac Miller. Uh, I think the first thing I want to talk about is the album cover, which... uh, 
Rob, editing note. Editing note for me? Put it right here. The album art right right quick on the uh, video. Uh, if you are not watching the video right now and you're listening to us on whatever. Look it up on your phone. You know what it looks like. It's got Mac Miller sitting. In like a doorway. He's right? got. He's a, he, it, no, it's like a, it's a casket. Oh, it's a s- casket. Sandwich? It's a casket. Fuck. It's a casket with a plain window. He's got a pink suit on and no shoes. And I stole this little thing from uh, Reddit that I want to share with you. Of, okay. uh, his from Amadeus three twenty. This Reddit user uh, kind of explained what the album cover signifies. Okay. And each part of it is a different thing. Uh, so we're starting at his feet. His his feet are dirty. They're not washed. Yes, right? they are dirty feet. So this means he hasn't forgiven himself or holds impurity. Many religions have feet washing ceremonies to cleanse your soul and let you know the community will support you so much the priest washes the feet of even its lowliest, lowliest person, which happens. I've seen it happen at my church. Okay. Uh, and also could mean he walked too much in life without the protection of his excuse me protection for his feet lastly it could mean that you don't have a secure foundation to walk on no shoes and dirty feet okay so that's, wow that's the foundation of this picture the second part he's sitting on the ground he's dejected sad tired looking down he's got he has a view of the clouds but chooses not to look at it because he has the window behind him. wow right uh so he's he, he's sitting in a coffin with an airplane window he's at the top of his career and he could see forever, but he's inside a coffin, slouched down, not even seeing the fuse, which is kind of what just I said. And then he's got the white around him, which yeah. is like the void. No right? way. Oblivion, right? Where he talks about in the album. Yeah. So- uh, surrounded by white is like purgatory. The space between life and death, recovery and the dark place. I think it symbolizes his loneliness and wanting to transition to a happier place but trapped in the coffin. This is the second half of self-care oblivion. He made it out but is still struggling. Damn. Right. It's such a powerful, powerful picture. Yeah. He's wearing like the pink suit, uh, which I guess... Side note, I really, really want that suit. I love dressing You could pull it off. I think I could. You could not fucking pull it. You don't got the right complexion. Me and him look... I have the same complexion. I, I know. I, I, know. <laughs> I was like, wait, we have like the exact complexion. He has a huge heart and always puts his, puts on a smile. Maybe he dressed up and heart is in the right place, but he can't figure out how to put all of his clothes on and walk into the next part of his life. Oh my God. He said in the Larry King interview, he was struggling to grow up and transition his identity, moving from young adult to manhood. He is always wearing kids or hip hop fashion. And the suit is universal is the universal symbol for grown up world. But pink is fresh, youth, and innocence. Wow. And then uh, Swimming, the name of the album, uh, this is him making his own way and navigating on his own. If you've ever seen anyone drowning, it is hard to notice if you haven't seen it before. It looks, it can look like they're totally fine until they go under. You can also drown in a shallow pool. Mm-hmm. So it looks like he's fine, but he's drowning. Yeah. Which is another theme that's like, um, talked about a lot in the lyrics on the album is just looking fine on the surface and then you know on the inside you're really not so that's a, a lot of people a lot of times like that's what you know mental health can look like and that it's a really this is gonna be the first album i cry on this podcast <sighs> yeah yeah it's possible for both of us um this is what this this album means to me what? um about three years ago four four years ago now i lived in gainesville florida okay and I was ready to come home. I uh, I was on my own. 
my roommates moved out. I was kind of lonely. Okay. I was kind of by myself up there. I made friends up there. People I worked with are awesome. Shout out to them. But I just felt so alone and I wanted to come home. Right. And uh, this album kind of came out around that time. I came out in 2018. I don't remember when. But it, it, I, it, I just remember it on replay. And it was kind of my soundtrack of leaving Gainesville. Okay. Like, I don't even remember the track listing, per se. Like, I have it written down, obviously. But I just remember just replaying it, going through and through and through of me just, like, my emotions of how I was treading water in Gainesville, wanting to, dealing with all that loneliness and depression and shit, and wanting to come home. And, um, you know. And then Circles came out, and that was another part of my depression. <laughs> but we'll get into that later. Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, yes. yeah. You have anything to say? Um, this hot sauce is clearing me out, son. It is sneakily spicy. I put it all over my fucking food. It's getting me. Do you have but, alcohol? Yeah. I need some. I'm drinking beer. I need some. You need something? I would like some. So, I got this beer. <laughs> magically Finally, appeared. Magically appeared in my hand. It's Rob. This is why I love Rob so much. This is his last beer. He's giving it to me. You're welcome. I did demand it. I'm a bit of a diva. I did demand it. But... <laughs> no, you just asked. You asked. What, say, what is this? Uh, it's just Belgium. It's uh, Blue Moon. It's delicious. It is. It is really good. You don't get a taste like this, but once in a blue moon. <laughs> I heard that in an ad one time. That's their ad. That's us. their ad, yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Pay us. All right, so what do, you, what do you have to say before we get into the uh, the track list? Yeah. Okay. Um, we can talk a little bit about um, um. So Mac Miller's actual name is really cool too. Malcolm James McCormick. I love that. Um, this album was released. August. Well, his brother's name is Miller. I know. Yeah. I saw that, and I when I saw that, I was like, that is so cool. And it kind of ties into last week's album, you know, just about like having like brotherly love. Yeah. Um, it was released August third, twenty eighteen. Um. Sadly, Mac Miller passed away September 7th of 2018. And I will say, like, um, back in high school, I was, like, a Mac Miller fan. And then I had kind of, like, fallen away from um, Mac Miller. No particular reason. Um, I had just kind of, like, fallen into, like, um, not... I don't know. I kind of, like, had fallen away from music in a sense. Um, I, um, personally, I was a fan of him in high school, but it was more, like, his hits... Yeah, 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 yeah. I, mean, I never really like, got into like his park and like, music until swimming, the fucking yeah. musical masterpiece it is. Yeah. Um, and then a few years ago, a friend of mine, he showed me the Raylan Baxter album and like the covers and things, and like we listened to him a few times. Um, and I was like, wow, man. I, was, the what album? Um, Raylan Baxter has. Um, oh, 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 oh. He has like a cover album of like Mac Miller songs, which is uh, beautiful. Um, Dude, Objects in the Mirror by Mac Miller. Oh, yeah. The one on YouTube. Check yeah. that out right now. Yes. It's so good. That's a part of... I don't know what album that's You on. showed me that. I don't, I don't know. Is it... I don't know. Randy will find it. I, I can um, see the album cover right now. Is it one of him yawning? No, I, is it... No, it's that's not Good Morning. It's, is it's, it TV? Is it Red... No, is it is it music with the... Watching the, movies with the sound yeah, off. Yeah, watching yeah. movies with the sound off. Well, yeah, yeah. That's, that well, album covers amazing. The studio version... Is not as good as the live. either the live version on Spotify or featuring the internet on YouTube. Yeah, those are amazing. Go check those out. Yeah, those are really good. But no, like I, 
admittedly, like I'd kind of like fallen out of like my love for music um, for a little while in my life, um, which is like I love about this podcast. But actually, that's like what's like a big like connection with like I know that's fucking amazing. Um, that's like a big connection with like um, my wife and I's relationship is like music and like art and film and stuff now, which is really cool. But um, back to this, the uh, so the album is is kind of like something that I was like reading and like kind of feeling about was um it's like a man's journey about like hitting a hard point in life and like trying to like just look ahead and like bounce back from like hardships and like different things and like his he, in like 2018 he was um he like got arrested with a DUI and everything and then like the whole like, broke up with Ariana Grande yeah and the whole relationship with Ariana um and then ugh, what sucks is when I was like looking at the timeline of everything it's like this album came out um month before he passed away it was like a month like seven days which fuck those guys who sold him that shit they sold counterfeit um what fucking oxy to him and it was fentanyl yeah laced with fentanyl and those three guys are fucking going away so good fucking job they need to fucking rot um because they probably didn't know no there's text they fucking were like hey watch out for the feds out here um their text messages are in this article i was reading um, they know like that people are selling like counterfeit oxy or like yeah. f- fake shit. And like, so they fucking knew that that shit was in the supply and like they, s- that sucks. And like, what sucks is like he, like his like regular plug was just like out of town. And so he like went with someone who knew someone who knew someone kind of deal. Oh, that's terrible. And went to these fucking guys. And then that's what happened. See, that's, that's the problem with addiction. Yeah. You just need it. It doesn't yeah. matter where it comes from. Uh, it it fucking sucks though. But um, yeah, he was born uh January nineteenth and ninety two, in Point Breeze, Pittsburgh, in Pennsylvania. Uh, his producer name is amazing. Uh, Larry Fisherman. <laughs> He's got a couple names actually. Yeah. Uh, like what was the what was it's like Parson Velvet? Parson Browns is one of them. Parson Browns. What's it like? Sweet Velvet or something. Or smooth vel something funny. He's too, got like a bunch that. of shit. Yeah, he's got like six aliases. Um. Well, it's fucking crazy. Is he's twenty six when he passed? Like you're twenty five and I'm twenty six. Yeah. And like his discography. What album is this? Number six or five. is this five? And then Circles was six. Um, Which, by the way, I didn't mention this before, but uh, swimming. I didn't put my shit on. <laughs> Angels S- leaving, y'all. My angel. <laughs> swimming, just the other day. With certified platinum, which is so cool, beautiful, yeah. Um, I wish you could see the success that that came from this, and we could have got more music. Yeah, but uh, the day he died, he had an Instagram live. Have you ever seen that? Go on. I didn't. Wa- no, it's I didn't. So, I, I didn't watch it. It's a fucking vibe. You should watch it. It's really good. It's okay. him. Just he's got like a bunch of keyboards. He's playing his bass. And he's like doing all this shit. It's a vibe. One of the songs was featured on this album was featured on that too. Mac Miller is more than a rapper. I was reading this article oh, yeah. from uh, one of his one of the producers that worked on it with him. That like he would go in there and play the drums, then he would pick up a guitar, then he'd pick up a, pick up a bass, and then he would go on the piano. And he was just this multi talented guy. You know when he learned all those instruments? When self taught by age six, Fuck. bass, guitar, drums, and fucking piano Jesus. by six years old. That's what I'm trying to do with my son. Well, yeah, I think I think it has a lot to do with your parents and and mm-hmm. putting an instrument in your hand when you're young. Yeah, which I think that helps. Yeah, which oh my god, 
just the fact that like you're that talented and like you passed so young. How old your son? Uh, he'll be two in May. What what can he play right now? Uh, and well, he mashes his fingers on the piano a lot. He likes that. He likes the piano a lot. Dances a lot. Not um, a prodigy. Yo, you never know. Two two year old birthday. Maybe he'll sing uh, the intro and when everyone's showing up at his birthday party. We'll see. We'll see. Um, but yeah. So originally wanted to be a singer. I did not know that until I was dying. not even a rapper, just a singer. A singer. And then um, fourteen when he discovered rap is when he got like more serious into rapping. Um. But yeah, I originally wanted to be a singer, which I really like because I like his singing voice too. Dude, Mac Miller has such a cool vibe. He's so chill about everything. Oh, Mac Miller is the epitome of like a cool dude. His tattoos are cool. I want to be tatted up like him. His tattoos, his cadence, his speaking voice, like his rapping. Was... He's everything I aspire to be and more. Oh, yeah. If you, yeah. Except for the drugs. Yeah. Yeah, his tattoos are fucking gorgeous. Um, but he's cool. He's a chill guy. No, but yeah, he is. He is like uh, the essence of cool and like just relaxed and just chill and just hanging out. Um, but yeah, I released the first mixtape in 2007 at 15, which I want to listen to that. I haven't listened to it. Have you? Kool Aids and pizza, frozen pizza and Kool Aid. That was called or kids is. I think it was kids. But when know. did Kool Aid and frozen pizza come out? He must have been pretty young. Don't quiz me, please. No, but that Randy's got it. That might have been young too, because I remember that project when that came out um but yeah fucking thank god for the fucking guys that were arrested because that shit that story is so sad 2010. <coughs> so what 2010 okay 2010 okay so so uh this album swimming yes uh he started recording it right after the divine feminine yes which is a beautiful album as well uh and it, it's kind of got it's kind of a i would say this is like a better version of that album he started recording in 2016, and everybody thought that uh, this album was about Ariana Grande and him breaking up. Yeah. But the timeline just doesn't end up. It doesn't work. Yeah. I mean, it, like, I think it's just a big coincidence, and I think some of the lines maybe he've added in. Yeah. He was feeling, but uh, that's kind of why he had Circles almost all done, is because he started in 2016. He started in 2016 for this album and then and just kept working and he had I was reading like uh he would sleep in the studio for two months at a time is everything okay yeah can you hear back stuff okay he would sleep in the studio for two months at, at a time sorry and um he was just committed to the art that's crazy sleeping in the studio I mean, he was just he he, uh, he he struggled with insomnia and shit, and so he's always recre- uh, creating. So let's get into it. Let's get into the first song. Uh, let us let's gastrally travel and come back to your, to the earth. Ooh. come back to the earth. The Gold, first song baby. on the album, which is such a cool cool opening song. Um, yeah, the opening line. My regrets look like the text I shouldn't send. I got neighbors. They're more like strangers. We could be friends. I just need a way out of my head. I'll do anything for a way out of my head. I don't even... This man, throughout this whole album, is asking, is, is begging for help. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. He needs a way out of his head. I mean, I feel that too sometimes. 
Like yeah. you, when you get too so in, introspective and you start thinking about shit, stuff that doesn't even stuff that doesn't even make sense, or you just make shit up and and you get paranoid and you just need a way out of your own head. <laughs> Such a powerful song. Uh, one of the first lines that uh, he talks about swimming, which is a theme throughout this whole album, he says, "I was drowning, but now I'm swimming." through the stressful waters to relief. So it's all about his, it, it's all about his journey from drowning, treading this water well, to just comfortably swimming and enjoying the ride. Yeah. And a lot of it has to deal with like substance abuse and Absolutely. all of that. Absolutely. Um, it's a struggle. It's a struggle in his life. Uh, you know, I'm addicted to food a little bit so I can. Everybody has addiction. Everybody has their own Everybody vice. Has something. Gotta just uh, look but we're getting real today on this on this yeah gas travel we podcast. have to we, we have, have to, to. we're just gonna be 100 percent honest yeah um, um go on that's all i have i don't know okay um one of the lines that i really like is yeah well, the things i do to spend a little time in hell which some people think he's saying hell some people think he's saying her they're both cool lines whichever way you want to iterate it um but I oh i thought hell. you were saying you to spend, spend a, a little, little time, time in you Oh, that's what I thought. Oh, yeah, but there's a debate of people think sure. uh, thinking he's saying her or hell. It's cool either way you think about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and then, and the what difference? I want to tell you, I'll probably never even tell myself, which is crazy. Mm. Because can you admit to others what you can't admit to yourself? When you know when you really think about it. Yeah. Um. It's all about like putting up that front for so long you're like putting up a front of like you're okay you're good you got everything under control but then when it really comes down to it since you've been putting on like a show for so long can you even be real enough with yourself to like let yourself know that that's not what's happening um and then the bridge and you don't know that and you don't and don't you know that sunshine don't feel right when you're inside all day? I wish it was nice out, but it looked like rain. Gray skies are drifting, not living forever. They told only me it only, only gets, gets better. Fuck. I've sent a lot of texts that I regret. Yeah? In my life, you ever sent a risky te- text? You're married now, so you don't even relate to this shit. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I think a lot of people now. listening relate to a risky task text. And sometimes I think it might have to do with I'm just going off the dome right now, is but but sometimes you admit things through text that you won't admit in person, and I think that might it's easier. I think that might uh, be what he's trying to say, because his regrets are something compulsive, right? And and I think risky risky texts sometimes are very very compulsive. Mm-hmm. Um. That's all I have to say about that. I mean, it's powerful. This whole song, this whole fucking album is powerful about that. Oh, yeah. This album was, I, I found this album really hard to um, actually write things about because I didn't want to diminish lines and I didn't want to diminish meanings and misinterpret mm-hmm. things because I think however you listen to it and however you discover this album, uh, there's so many different ways you can look at lines and things that I think can help so many different people through so many different things that it was hard to write about, but it was also hard because the whole time I was just uh, still so upset just because 
like the world lost like such a such a talented musician that had a lot to say about a lot of different things that in a selfish way, Rob. Hmm? In a selfish way, I don't really get upset that he passed because I didn't know him. You okay, know, I think he's a talent, but I but but the reason why I get so upset when I listen to this album, maybe maybe that's maybe a reason why, but yeah, uh, just because I relate to it so much. Yeah, you know, it. That, and I think that's why I get so emotional about it. This one, of the, this is one of the like driving late at night albums. Yeah, not the fun songs, but not the fun songs, but yeah, it's um, <coughs> I feel you on that. But going back to that line, when it's, they told me it only gets better. Just talking about like being in your own head and like struggling with ups and downs of depression and anxiety and, you know, substance abuse, whatever you're dealing with. And then you just have people telling you the same fucking old, dry, stale advice. Like, yes, it only gets better from here. Like once you hit rock bottom, because like, here's the thing, you might hit rock bottom. How long are you going to like stay there and skid along that bottom? You know, that's the thing. That's the, that's the part that no one wants to talk about. Like, people think once you hit rock bottom, you just bounce right back up and you're good to go. But, like, no, you got to lift back up off of that. I can't wait till I hit my bottom. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so you can bounce back? I'm going to hit it hard so I bounce twice. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was funny. Um, but, yeah, this is one of the songs. Oh, that Raylan Baxter album is called Good Morning. That Raylan covers those. And the album artwork is really cool, too. It's yellow and it just has a bunch of words written on it. <laughs> definitely check that out. The spice is coming back! <laughs> Yo, the spice <laughs> is fucking... <laughs> you I crying? Can... It's from the album of the emotion. I can take the spice. I can take the spice. No, seriously, the spicy, though, is like clearing my fucking sinuses. It's crazy. Um, You have anything else on Come Back to Earth? I was reading an article today that said that he recorded a bunch of different versions of Come Back to Earth, but they all sounded different. Oh, my God. Like, I want to hear them all. Different versions. But other than that, it's a good, I think, a good name of a beginning song, like, to go through the travel, and it ends, we'll get to it, but it ends with the ascension into heaven. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll get to that. I think it's a good starting point, and then where it ends up. Come Back to Earth. And maybe it's 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 crazy, the whole thing. Hurt feelings. This is the second song, produced by J Cole. Wow, that's that's amazing. I know. I saw that. It made a lot of sense after I read that, though, because it has like that like dark like Cole vibe, mm. but Cole world, real Cole world, Cole world vibe to it. But sure, I fucking love J Cole. J Cole is beautiful. I don't think J Cole gets enough respect. 100% he does is definitely in the, in the top five modern rappers. Yeah, but he does not get the, the recon- recognition he deserves. No, he does. I not. don't think. I don't because think so. Whenever I have conversations about rapper, he doesn't really come up. Yeah, as much as he should, because he's fucking talented as fuck. Oh yeah, I love him. I love he's J Cole. It's kind of a weird talk about J Cole for a second. Yeah, it's kind of kind of weird where he started, like with like sideline story and yeah. stuff, and how kind of I don't want to say poppy, but it was very mainstream. Yeah, it right? was kind of like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very mainstream, but then he got all the way to like, you know, four cell drive, and then yeah. like, for your eyes only is like, like and like, and 
It, he just went full art artist. Yeah, you know, he, he went fully himself. Yeah, I feel like in the, his first album he was just trying to sell, and he wasn't really. He was trying to be Kanye West. He was in like that he young, that young rapper. Like yeah. you're grinding, and then your... he found himself. Yeah, and then once he got into the industry, he saw all the ups and downs and the, he saw and a lot the of darkness in the industry and how yeah. it's like kind of fucked. And then he decided, you know what, we're just gonna do our own thing. I'm gonna do me, yeah. and people either get on mm-hmm. it or not. Which is kind of like how like another. Like Kendrick is kind of the same, I feel like too, yeah. in that respect. But and then now what Cole's doing with like Revenge of the Dreamers when that came out, and then the director's cut. Oh my god! Just finding a talent pool and just letting people do their thing on it is just amazing. But we'll get into that down the road. Oh for yeah, sure. we'll definitely do a J Cole album. Yeah, but um, yeah, Hurt Feelings produced by J Cole. I love it. Yeah. What do you got? Um, uh, I just kind of wrote down. I I mean, Mac Miller's ad libs. And like his like backup vocals that he has, even like the under vocals of each things, yes. are so fucking good. I never even yeah. realized it until I listened to like this album to analyze it a little bit. Mm-hmm. That they are so cool. Like even he's just rapping, he'll have like, like a little voice underneath about it doing the yeah. thing. Yeah, and it's like it, it emphasizes what he's trying to say. It's almost like subliminal. Yes, because you don't really hear it unless you listen. You listen, and you read, and you're like thinking about it, and you're like, oh my. Yeah. It adds a whole it has, other layer. Yeah, it's, it's a whole different, like, you put on 3D glasses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 100%. You know, it changes the whole dynamic of the of the, of the song. Um, but uh, a couple of lines that I like, if I could read them off. Absolutely, For, for you and the audience and Randy here. But uh, down go the system, long live the king. Turn the power off and get your water from the spring. Which, right there, I think he's saying... Uh, Pro communism. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I think he's just like I think it's I think it's kind of an anti-consumerism line, maybe. Okay. Of like you know something Killer Mike says is kill kill your masters. Yeah. Right. Don't don't let anybody have anything over you and 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 forge your own path and don't rely on anybody. Yeah. Like long live the king. Long live yourself. I think is what he's saying. Yeah. Yeah. What else you got? Uh, I'm bringing everyone with me when the shit gets iffy, which is me. I am doing that. Anybody that's anybody that hasn't talked shit about this podcast, <laughs> you coming with us? They're coming with us. You coming with us? But if you talk shit about the podcast and I heard about it, <laughs> you ain't coming with us. Yeah, you ain't. Um, I I do like that though that he kept a circle around him of his of his friends. Oh yeah, uh, from yeah. who who he had grown up and was with him and he had a posse of that which I will have with the, with the oh, shout out Justin Spanos my best yeah. friend my real best friend <laughs> uh, I had that I had that line written down too down go the system long live the king that's a very good one um, used to be feeling depressed now I'm living I'm a little obsessed Ooh. damn yeah what do you think that means like when you hear that what do you think it means read it again Used to be feeling depressed. Now that I'm living, I'm a little obsessed. Oh my god! Do you think he's talking about like obsessed with his art, obsessed with somebody, obsessed with the new Assassin's Creed game? <laughs> what is he obsessed with? Um, honestly, it could be a mix of all. It could just be like obsessed with like small decisions that you have to make when it comes to like the kind of life he's living and like. Kind of like not to be a perfectionist, but if you're at that level, you kind of have to be. Um, so you go from depressed to like almost overanalyzing. 
I want to talk about this line really quick. Yeah. High in jacuzzis, I'd be hitting the jets, which yes. is hilarious. I love that line. But the next line is, I'm showing her love, and she's been giving me sex. Ooh. That is so fucking deep. Yeah. Because, like, he just wants to give his love to somebody. He wants to show somebody the care, and she's just fucking him because yeah. he's Mac Miller. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's how deep it is. And that's how That's how maybe... It makes you feel a little lonely, like, yeah, alongside him. I think him. he might feel used. Yeah. But, and I think that's why all these celebrities date other celebrities, because they understand. Yeah. Yeah. Know? Honestly, I never thought about it that mm-hmm. way. I always thought it was, like, publicity. I think it, a lot has to do with that. They they're, they're they live in the same world. Yeah, and they understand each other's world, you know? Yeah. Oh, I never thought about it like that. But, but yeah, I that's think if he's just fucking fans or whatever. Yeah. She's not showing him any love, true love, because they're they're looking at the real image. mommy and daddy love. Yeah, they're <laughs> they're, sh- they're loving like the image of who Mac Miller is. Yeah, in the public but not side. Malcolm, whatever. James McCormick. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. What else you got? Uh, don't fuck around and be a victim of your pride. Why you lying? Why you lying? Tell the truth. Just step aside. I don't got t- time to let it slide. I'm too grounded. Push whips that move mountains. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Uh, that's it. I have a, I have some. I'll throw at you too. Okay. Okay. Wait. I have the last line of this of this verse is okay. I've been going through it. You just go around it. Yeah. It's really not that different when you think about it. Yeah. So he's facing his problems head on while other people just avoid them. Yeah. But I mean, if there's the same outcome, what is the difference? Yeah. Oh my god. What's the use? <laughs> um the the line in close to the beginning of the song, I'm always saying I won't change, but I ain't the same. That's good because no matter how like true you want to be, like when your whole world changes upside down, like you'll inevitably reflect that. Um and then driving with my eyes closed, missing all the signs. Yeah. That's one that's of my line. favorite I'm lines. I'm glad you said that. Yeah. Uh, there, yeah, I know there was some that you had written that I hadn't, that I was like, oh, I'm glad you wrote that. Um, just ignoring like the obvious signs in life and like, just like kind of being like reckless and, um, you know, just living a little dangerously, a little more irresponsibly than you should. Um, and then listening to Whitney and whipping it through the city. <laughs> that's a good Which fucking is so, line. I mean, yes, Whitney Houston's amazing. Yeah. But it's also her issues with substance abuse that he relates to exactly which is so powerful what's that with young rappers post malone has a song called feeling whitney yeah what's they have a love for whitney houston goddamn push a t daytona yeah the album cover the album cover is Kanye paid like 80 grand to have that picture <laughs> it's a picture of where she died Right? Yeah, it's her bathroom counter full of all the pill bottles, prescription <laughs> pill bottles. Wild. I don't know what it is with the obsession. I mean, she's a beautiful talent. It might just be the talent and the tragic story. And, like, she was kind of like a pioneer, you know? Um, Rest in peace. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> Mama told me I was different even when I was a baby. Hell yeah. <laughs> that is awesome. Because <laughs> he don't remember. He can't remember that his mama told him that he was different when he was a baby. But he just got that attitude from that. But like that, that like, so this album, he kind of has like like a braggadocious feel, but he has so many like, 
lines in it that, like you said, like his ad libs. When you really listen, and why you, are you lie, why lie, and you really pay attention to it, it really shows. Like, I want to listen to this album where it's just the beat and the ad libs. Oh my it's probably god, probably really good. It would be really good. It's, you just hear Thundercat on bass. <laughs> we'll talk about him. Oh yeah, uh, and then the bridge. We only just begun, and then the vocals switch up. Um, in the bridge after that, like is really good when he's talking. He does that a few times in the album, and it's almost like it feels like a change in attitude a little bit, and like or even like a change in like his own perspective. Um, and then um, but verse two of this song has some of like when it has that switch up, it kind of goes to like some of my favorite like uh, bars and like his cadence and like his attitude on the entire album. Um, there's a few songs that match that, um. But it's just, it's so like, it feels so honest when he's just rapping um, on a lot of the songs. But particularly this one, like, it kind of hits me a little differently. Um, but <clears throat> you said the don't fuck around and be a victim to your pride. But respect to Adonai, that's the Hebrew word for God. That's yeah. that's awesome. And, but yeah, that was a, you covered you covered quite a few of the lines that I had written down as well. So I'm glad we're on the same page for that. What's the use? I don't really consider myself a music musician, but I do own a bass. <laughs> I have scratched records before. I can play Guitar Hero. Okay. Know. That's hard. I listen to music. I tap my foot once in a while. Hey. But this fucking bass line of what's the use, I've heard it so many goddamn times. That I had to learn it on bass. Like the Why bun- don't you have your bass with you? I had to fucking learn it. You know, this is kind of stupid, but uh, every time I learn like a new bass line, I feel like I'm learning a new spell. <laughs> <laughs> is that stupid? No, I love it. That's I the love way that I think shit. about it. Like, like. I don't know. Well, because you're like casting that like sound. Well, there was that oh. game Brutal Legends with Jack Black where he would like play a guitar like thing and he would like summon his car. And that's how I find, kind of feel. And that's how I, you feel when I play a bass line. That's cool. I like that. It's, it's stupid. The yeah, way that's stupid. But my it's mind, fun. my mind, that's how my mind works. That's stupid. <laughs> but, you know, that's how I get the, I get the rock. I haven't touched my bass in so long and I need to, but I've just been so busy. I know. With everything going on. I have too many. Too many things. I want to. I want to fuck around with it, but I gotta find. I gotta. I gotta make time. To do yeah, it. gotta make really, time. I, I, I gotta so make time for shit. it because I'm trying to be like Thundercat. Thundercat's another cool cat. So good. I yeah. We're gonna do. We're gonna do drunk by him. I think. His yeah. Album. His, his album's really good. I don't know if you heard it. Which one? Drunk. No. Wait. What's the cover? It's a guy with his with. Isn't his, that Thundercat coming out of the water? Is, is it Thundercat? No, <laughs> I it, thought it was. It doesn't look like Thundercat. Is it not? That was like a really angry guy. You know what? To be fair, I've never seen Thundercat without his glasses on. <laughs> so it could be him. It might be but him. No, Thundercat has like dreads. And yeah, but I thought they just let him down for that shoot and took his no, sunglasses off. No. It, okay. I, I don't know. An, I think it's another guy. It's fun either way. Um, but Okay. So I've heard a lot of the um, songs because like them changes is on there. Yeah. But it's so good. Is Dragon Ball Do-Rag on there? I don't know. I feel kind of fun. Maybe. Um, but yeah, this song has Thundercat on bass, which is why we're talking about him so much. Yes. 
Also, the Tiny Desk, Mac Miller's Tiny Desk. He's there. That's uh, my son's favorite Tiny Desk concert he's ever seen in his entire life. He's obviously never seen the Lizzo one, but okay. <laughs> the Lizzo one is amazing. He's seen like half of it. He likes <clears throat> to vibe with Mac. Uh, so, before we get into the lines, I want to talk about... This This album has no official features. Okay. But Uncle Snoop shows up at the end of the song I for like... Like I think it's a huge flex because he doesn't do a verse. Yeah, he doesn't even do like the chorus really. No. He just kind of like does like some ad libs at the end. He does like some ad libs and he does and he does like the echo lines. Like he like, like just you can like repeats. it, you can love it. Oh, I didn't know it was it just Snoop for so me long. Out. What I didn't know it was Snoop for so long, but how, I knew the voice. How do you not know it's Snoop Dogg? I thought it was like Snoop Dogg sounds like Snoop Dogg. No, I know. I thought it was. Hey, I, I saw speaking of Snoop Dogg. I I'm so sorry for interrupting you. Okay. But I saw TikTok. He's on TikTok, obviously, because <gasps> Snoop Dogg says everything. I should get but TikTok he had now. Somebody he was he was duetting uh, a <laughs> he was duetting somebody making something from the his cookbook. I believe it's called. He's got a cookbook. Yeah, from from crook to cook. I think it's called. Oh, yo, Rain, look that <laughs> shit up. Bookmark that motherfucker. We gotta so buy that for Angel. He cooked something. Uh, and uh, the guy was like 10 out of 10 he's like critiquing it and he's like yeah. 10 out of 10 he's like yeah it is it's me <laughs> hell yeah what do they call Rudy from uh, crook to cook yep, yep. you're right <laughs> I love Snoop Dogg he's got his hands in everything I know he doesn't do he's, he has a lot of people that do things for like he, he didn't write that book I'm telling you right now <laughs> but 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 I think it's because he does like like youth football where he yeah. does the Snooper Bowl. Yeah. That's the championship uh, game for that thing. Well, he also had a hand in the, the pay-per-view we all watched, the Tyson-Roy Jones yeah, fight. Yeah, he, he owns part of that, that <laughs> yeah. company. And the a, and one of the apps that sponsored He's it. a rapper. He's just an all-around great businessman that I aspire to be because he's got his hand in fucking everything. Oh, yeah. Weed. Yeah. Smokes hello. And he, and he smokes hella weed. Yeah, so like when people are like, oh, if you smoke weed, like Snoop Dogg, you ain't going to be has shit. Got fucking, the, the whole, it's Snoop Dogg's world and we're just living it. <laughs> For real. <laughs> and that man's high all the fucking time. I love Snoop. So you tell me so right much. now I can't, go, I can't be high? And Snoop Dogg? High ass Snoop Dogg? I don't no, think no. It. I oh, got to work my way up there. I was going to say, not right now. You couldn't <laughs> no. do But I could, I could manage. Yeah, I, it sucks COVID happened because... Uh, at like at, like at Snoop Dogg's meet and greets, he would have oh. his blunt, and he would just pass it to everybody. That's so, amazing. Like, I think a lot, on a lot of people's bucket list is you know smoke with Snoop Dogg, right? Smoke a blunt with Snoop Dogg, yeah. So I think he does that to help people check, check off all those bucket lists. Hell yeah, yo! Bro, I don't care what I'm doing. I don't care what job I'm working. If Snoop Dogg or Willie Nelson, <laughs> hey, I like that. Hand me. Some cannabis. Maybe. I don't care who I'm in front of. I don't care if I'm in front of the Pope. I can be in front of my mother. <laughs> I could be in front of whoever. Whoever. I could be in front of my probation officer. <laughs> I'm taking a hit of that. <laughs> I'm taking it. I'm take I'm for real right now, I'm taking it. Yeah, hell yeah. What? You gonna eat those shrimp? You want my shrimp? If you ain't gonna eat them. I don't I'm not a seafood guy. Thank you. You want my shrimp? <laughs> Yo, fuck it. We'll test the allergy tonight. <laughs> It'd be so cool if you died on air. No, it would not. <laughs> It'd be so awesome. Yo, we we live, would go viral. We live close enough. We're trying to get a viral clip on TikTok. It's you dying. How the fuck are you going to edit it if I'm dead? I'll figure that shit out. <laughs> All right. We're already worried about you choking to death a few fucking weeks ago. So 
I live, bitch. Yeah. All right. So what's the use? Uh, Uncle Snoop. Uncle Snoop shows up. Yeah, I do feel like he's my uncle. He's that a, weird. He's America's. Is uncle. that weird? I, if he's a, he's America's uncle. He should be. Um, I know I should probably pray more, but you gotta love me. Because I saved the day, spend money. Fuck. When I had nothing, shit, it wasn't so funny. Made a promise to my homies, nobody go hungry. Look at how far we came. Still throwing dirt on my name. Okay, we're gonna stop right there. We're gonna break that down a little bit. Huh? We're gonna break that down a little bit. We're gonna stop right there because that was kind of a good chunk of the verse. But um, I know I should probably pray more, but you gotta love me. Is he talking to God? You think he's talking to God? I should talk to you more, God. But I'm one of your fucking favorite creations. Oh my God! I know. Is that what he's saying? I know you. I gotta pray more, but you gotta love me. Well, God is supposed to love unconditionally. Who else? Would hear him pray though. <sighs> right, right. Yeah. Honestly, in fir- my first impression, um, or do you think he should be more pious? Like he's not really a role model, but you still gotta love him because he, yeah, because he saves the day, spends his money, so he seizes the day, doesn't give a shit about his fucking bank account. Is it a double? It could be double. It probably is a double. Yeah, probably. Uh, that's the best scenario. That's the best answer. Is that it's it's meant for both? I think it's meant for both. Yeah. When I had sh- when I had nothing, shit, it wasn't so funny. I made a promise to my homies, nobody go hungry. It's going back to how grateful he is for his friends who helped him when he had shit. Yeah. This is why you got to support artists. Yeah. If you have a friend. Who's starting a podcast? Who's dropping an album? Who's streaming on Twitch? Who's making YouTube videos? Who's doing anything? Who's doing TikToks? Who's singing? Who fucking filmmaking? Who's running Run down it. the block doing a five k? Whatever. Fuck yeah! Support local artists. Fuck the mainstream. For real. For real. For real. For real. Fuck the main. Fuck Justin Bieber one time. I love Justin Bieber, but fuck Justin Bieber. I like his his new Listen, song. That came you can. Out. Li- he's got good music, and I really like Justin Bieber. But fuck Justin Bieber. No fuck the no fuck the the fuck corporate the, the, the shit corporate shit controlled him for so long. Find local music. We should do like a local music segment. I think. I know a few. I know. Well, let's bring them in, son. Well, not even that. We could just do the a local corner. I know. <gasps> I have a thought after the air. And Randy, it, we and write local music corner down. And, and it doesn't even have to be. We're talking business right now. I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's not. It's it not. doesn't even have to be like local to Florida. But it could yeah, be like mean. it could be like less than a hundred thousand listeners on, on Spotify, Spotify or something yeah. like that. Just local people that we love that we want to share, and we may do their albums, we may not. Um, yeah, it just depends. Yeah, uh, where we're at. Uh, but let's but, shout them. But, but let's like, spread the love. We're gonna spread the love, and I think you, whoever's listening right now, you need to support your local friends who's making a movie, yeah. who's making music, who's making anything, fucking in their bedroom grinding. Send him a text. Say, "Hey, man, let me listen to what you're making. Let me, let me, you know." Yeah. Fuck, fuck, or not even that. Ask him, like, "Yo, are you still working? Are you check still on, check working? on your artist friends because they're struggling?" Yeah, check on the artist friends because they, they you know what? If you support an artist, they could make this. That could lead into your next favorite thing, your next favorite movie, your next favorite album, your next favorite something. Preach that shit. That's man. why you need to support your local artists because there's a lot of people. Fuck mainstream shit. Fuck the general audience. 
I can't stand general audience people. The Transformer movie watching motherfuckers. Yeah, but I'll definitely can't get down stand to that Avengers. shit. What Avengers? I get down. Well, to that's different. That's different because it was it was not in the mainstream for so long. Yes, like with comic books and stuff. Yeah. Anyways, fuck that for one second. Yeah. Support local music. That's all I have to say. Thank you. That's my that's my soapbox. Yeah, check it on your fucking friends. And you know, artists or not, whatever. Um, and you know what? Back. To th- I'm sorry. You good? When concerts were a thing back, you know, back before COVID, there are more smaller shows are a lot more to go, fun to go to. Oh, I've been to a couple. Yeah, I got. I oh, I've been to some gyms. Son. Yeah, I have too. It, I when you go to smaller shows, got an example. It's more intimate. Yeah, when I went to go see John Wayne. Ooh, uh, who is. We're going to do an album of him soon because I love John Wayne, but he's also accredited on one of these songs that we'll get to. Okay. But John Wayne's a rapper. He's amazing. Yes. Uh, he, he, he He's a producer, and um, I went to go see him at, it's called the Sound Bar now. It's It, it was Back Booth back then. Okay. It was in Orlando. Okay. And I do have a funny story about that, but we'll talk about that. On John when, Wayne? On John Wayne. Okay. Uh, but I went to go see him. It was just him on a small stage, and there was like... 50 people there oh that's beautiful and it's one of my favorite rappers that i found yeah who is not exactly Very super pos- pop popular but super talented yeah and uh it was just amazing to yeah. be in that intimate crowd like that even if you go see like a mid-tier like it's still better than fucking stadiums yeah you go to see yeah. one direction and it's oh yeah well i saw do you know who cory kilgannon is Mm-mm. He had a show cancellation. I, it was like it was pre-COVID, but it was um, when I was working at Copperline. Uh-huh. Um, he had a show cancellation. I think like Jacksonville or yeah. St. Augustine. Yeah, and he came and fucking played there. And Oliver was like a little baby. Oliver was like not even a year old. And we brought Oliver, and it was like an acoustic set inside of Copperline with Corey Kilgannon. He's oh, wow. he's he's amazing. And he brought an opener too from St. Augustine. Um, his name was. Tristan, I'm not entirely sure, but I have footage and everything from the uh-huh. event. It was it was amazing, but it's just like one of those things. Like when you like truly get down to like artists, they're doing it for art. Yeah, like okay, this show got canceled. Let's figure out where we can play. Let's figure out where we can show this. Let's figure out where yeah. we can express ourselves. And there are artists that do it for money, or once yeah. did it for art, lost the art, and, and sold their soul and doing it for money. Yeah, it's true. That happens but. all the time. It's sad. But if we're we're, we're music, phasing out of that. If you love music, you have to support the local shit. Yeah. A lot of it's garbage. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you on that front. A lot of it is just shit. But there are some gems. Yeah, it's true. But uh, to continue on this. On what's the use? What's the use? What, do you, continue your breakdown of those verse, of those lines. Uh, look how far we came. Still throwing dirt in my name. It doesn't matter how high you fly. There's still going to be people local in your town that'll, that won't even listen to your podcast and talk shit about it. Yeah. There's always... Here's... You want to hear a gem of knowledge for you, for Randy, for all of you audience members? You will always be the enemy and... Or the... You will always be the villain in someone's story. Did you see that on a coffee cup or something? No, son, I'm just wise. Was that I, a Tumblr post? No, I got a boy now. I got to get wise. I got to think of things to tell him one day. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm no, but yeah, you'll always be the villain in someone's story. Oh, yeah. I'm the villain. You're the villain. Randy's the villain. I'm an angel. No, someone's telling that story. That's oh, yeah. Not that. And, a lot and, of it's, people... and it's, it's not to say that people are like you're, you've been bad at some point, but it's perception and it's yeah. 
you know, you just got to like try to carry that. And when you accept that, man, we're deep diving emotionally on this album. Well, it's not a very fun album. No, but you know, you'll always be a villain in someone's story, but just to like, you know, try to be the best you can be and like, try to like, not don't intentionally be a villain. Don't be a fucking asshole. But if it just is happenstance that you are, then you just live with it and you just keep going. But okay. They're still throwing dirt on my name. What's up? That's all I had to say was it doesn't matter how you blow up or how small you are. Yeah. There's people still people going to talk shit about you. They're still going to hate on you. Yeah, it's true. You know, they're just salty about whatever's going on in their life and what 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 kind of that's what trolls are really are just people yeah. that are unhappy with their circumstance and, and and events that happen in their life and they just want to misery loves company and they just want yeah. they just want company. Yeah. That sucks, but that's just life. You just got to get over that shit. You can't you can't listen to anybody that that, that, that whatever. I don't care. Yeah. Um, Heads turning like a hurricane swerving till the sun get out of my shade. <laughs> shit. Damn, son. Telling the sun to move. He's it's arrogance, I think. Yeah. It's not yeah. That, it's not even power, it's just arrogance that yeah. he's he's you know, he wants to be comfortable and he's telling the, the sun, the sole provider of nutrients to the earth. Get the fuck out of my shade. Yeah. One of the the best lines, one of the most fun lines is the um, What's up? Did yeah, I interrupt no, you? I'm, no, I'm talking. I'm, I'm saying yes and. Oh, um, my improv days. The um, so a above and beyond. You take drugs to make it up. Um, way up where we on space shuttle Elon. Shout out Elon Musk. Elon Hashtag Musk. Hashtag Dogecoin. We love him. Um, I love Elon so much. He's, He's so great. fun. Um, I do have some beef, but we won't talk about that on there. We don't have. I don't. I love you. Please. After I tell you, you're gonna you're gonna be like, oh. never. Um, and then. But just like that, just the the cadence and everything is just again like back to like fun shit, but it still is deep. Um, but the breeze ain't flowing like me, motherfucker. Hold up, I don't I don't know what it is. Uh, like you kind the he kind of he references the sun getting out of his shade. Well, he talks about weather a lot through this whole album. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. talks about like weather and like earthly like things like mm-hmm. um like different like textures and elements. Like you really can like it kind of I feel like kind of brings like that uh. Like imagery into his flows a lot, um, and then yeah the the Mac the Mac and Snoop and like when they come in in the second chorus like you ever see that dude do you ever see that movie they have together? No, which one is it's it? It's like scary movie or something. Isn't oh, it? they're in scary movie five, right? Yeah, yeah. I've never seen five. But I've never seen it either. But I, was I know reading, him and I was, I was watching some behind the scenes of it of how you know somebody canceled and Snoop Dogg said, "Why doesn't we just get Mac Miller to do it?" And he what came, he came and learned all those lines and just fucking did it. <laughs> Who was the other fucking guy? That Some fucking W. That came, yeah, right. Fuck that guy. Uh, how about we get Mac? <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Um, and then if they don't get the picture, cut them out of that frame. That shit is so fucking powerful. Yeah, you you don't need the negativity in your life. You don't need it. You cut that shit the fuck if out. If you got somebody that's talking shit. You don't got to talk to them back. Not even that. Not even talking shit. My thing is, like, if you have someone in that group in your circle uh-huh. who loves you, but they don't believe in you, they like you, they don't believe in you, they don't support you, you got to take care of you, son. Yeah. So yeah. you got to fucking move forward with or without that motherfucker. They either got to get on board or they get cut the fuck out. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. And that that's in every aspect of life. You know? And 
that shit right there mm-hmm. is probably my favorite line because I 100% believe in that fact because it's honestly it's true. If they ain't with you, fuck it. You might love you might even love that motherfucker. You might even love that person as well. But how much can you love somebody that, that doesn't believe in you? Exactly. You might like them, you might enjoy their company a lot, and you might, you know, you might like fuck, I really like this person, but you yeah. know. It's always fun when we hang out, but it's just bullshit. Yeah. So if it's just bullshit every fucking time and like you can't move, you can't progress and grow in life together even as friends, then you know, sometimes it's better to just like cut that shit and just like move on and you know, still be civil and still, you know, have like you know hope the best for that person but like you know you gotta pack up and move on and get the fuck out of that so i really like that what else you got anything else on track three yes okay it's been a while but i'm down till i'm out and it is what it is till it ain't i got chills i literally just got chills saying that i know i don't even know how to break that down because that's why this album was so hard yeah it is it's a hard <laughs> album to talk about because it really gets into my feelings. And I feel like this is more, it's less of a podcast and more of a therapy session. Yeah. It's more of a diary. <laughs> it's, more... <laughs> it's a journal. It's more of a, a diary and therapy. Yeah. Sorry. I laughed at what you said. I thought of a funny story from the past. What's what story? We don't. Uh, it's a story you told me, so I don't really want to talk about it right now. What story? It had to do with messages and a meme. That's. <laughs> I I don't recall what you're talking about. I'll tell you later. I want to know now. Uh, you should do it now. Oh, do it now. And we're gonna cut it out of the podcast, but okay. Well, I'm not cutting shit out of the video usually. I don't like to. I like. It I just want to know what it is. Your ex. Oh, 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 fuck her. That's stupid. I'll cut this out. I don't care. How are you going to send me a fucking... Okay. <laughs> well, when you said therapy, that's why I started cracking up. Oh. Perfecto. 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 Initial thoughts? What you got? Uh, I don't know why it's called perfecto. Neither do I. Only because uh, cause it's like perfect. Yeah. And he doesn't really say perfecto in the song. No. But perfecto. Uh, yeah, as hard as it gets, cool, calm, and collected. Holding my breath. This ain't what I expected. Don't argue to death. Pull my, pull my heart out my chest. The cards is all on the table. I'm calling it. Don't say it. I swallow it. One limit off a of bar of time. I was gonna, oh I was gonna break God. down the uh, the lines before we got to the next part. Okay, sorry. But uh, yeah, as hard as it gets, cool, calm, and collected, which is something I aspire to be when shit hits the fan. Which I think I'm getting really kind of good at. Yeah, I get in my moods where I get angry and 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 mad and and not cool or calm or collected. <laughs> well, collected, but still fucking heated. Yeah. Um, but I'm trying to aspire that more. And be cool, calm, and collected in situations. Yeah, it's hard. It is hard, especially you know when when shit gets iffy. Yeah. Hold my breath. This isn't what I expected. So I think in this line he's talking about fame, and 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 riches and fame, and how lonely it can be. And and he thought it was going to be like glamour and red carpets and a bunch of different women and. And just a rock star lifestyle, but he's sleeping in the studio. He's feeling lonely. He's not. He's depressed. Yeah. He's still addicted to drugs. It's not what he expected. Yeah. 
And, you know, holding your breath is just a, like that's the saying, you know, don't hold your breath. Yeah. But he is holding his breath for something to change. and It's rough. Yeah. <laughs> it's a rough lesson, especially with the circumstances. I mean, it everything. does sound up, but it's so down, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, when I'm living off borrowed time, often I'm on the fence on a line, adding up what's on my mind. My feet are, feet on the clouds, head on the ground. That that we going down, but you know we now. Fuck! Oh my <laughs> god, that line is just it like just hit me just now of like fucking. Oh my god! It's hard. It's a hard living off a- borrowed time. He's only twenty six. And it already yeah, he has feels like that. he's living off borrowed time, which is so. Because I feel like he ha- he might have had a lot of uh, near death experiences, a lot of close calls, maybe, yeah, maybe, probably, yeah. Um, that he just feels and like, just doing dumb, like his I mean his DUI crash, like just doing dumb shit, yeah. like living dangerously. He could have died like, there, yeah. And, but he's living off borrowed time, so it he's cheated death, caught it up, caught a up few to times. Him. Uh, often I'm on the fence on a line adding up what's on my mind. Yeah. Which just speaks for itself right there. Yeah. Fuck, this is not a fun episode to record. No. I feel my feelings. No, it's hard. I don't want to feel my feelings, bro. <laughs> it's hard. I want to suppress it, but I'm going to start crying. Well, back to this line, don't say it, I swallow it. <sighs> back into that is literally just what you just said. It's about, you know, just pushing those thoughts away and, yeah. you know, You're just swallowing burrowing your pride and your bar- emotions. And- burrowing. Why can't I say that word? Try it again. Burying, burying it, burying, deep. burying it deep inside. <laughs> I could. I was like braying it. Um, <laughs> sorry. Um, but just the you know, just put, that's literally what you just said. Yeah, like what he's talking about right now in this song. Feeling like the weekend on a Tuesday. I can move dates. I got something else to do. Day always do hate if I do say. The Ducie with the homies like it's Kool-Aid. Yeah. Let's break that down. That, yes. that was so much in just fucking yeah. two lines. So, it's a Tuesday. We're going up on a Tuesday. The club's going up on a Tuesday, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but it feels like the weekend because every day, shout out Rob's dog, every day sounds like Every day feels like the weekend because he's always partying every single weekend. Uh, or I lost where I was at. I can okay. The I can move dates. I got something else to do. Day always do hate if I do say. So I because he's just so busy, mm-hmm. you know, with with me, like making music and 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 touring and interviews and performances and all this bullshit he's got to move shit around but then at the end of the night he's still partying and he's he's it's feeling like the weekend every single day which is monotony yeah because if you're partying every single day it does not feel like a party no it, it's it, exhausting it, it is exhausting and and he dealt with his fair share of insomnia yeah which is rough if i do say the dossier which is a type of liqueur it is a brandy i believe Oh, it's probably so good. It's probably expensive. I'm sure. And uh, he's drinking it with his homies like it's Kool-Aid, which oh. is also reference to his album from eight years ago. It's more than eight years now, but eight years from this album. Mm-hmm. Kool-Aid and frozen pizza. Right? But yeah. He, they're drinking it just like it's fucking just 
how you drink Kool-Aid? Would you fucking, yeah. fucking down the hatch, you bitch? Got, <laughs> a whole fucking cup. Cool. I love Kool-Aid. Yeah. <clears throat> That's all I got for that line. Yeah. What else you got on the song? Me? I'm just trying to play it cool, Jay. Anyways. Yeah, mind over matter. I'm purer than alkaline. But been stuck on album time. I got to get out to shine. Fly on the wall. Shit, I was bugging. Miss me like you getting withdrawals. I keep that coming. Fuck, Rob. I don't, there's Christ. too. There's too it's much. Too, it's too deep. Yeah, and I'm too shallow. I'm. I'm just like I just get. Uh, I just feel a lot when I'm trying to analyze. It's just. <sighs> it just keeps in my head of just like. We fucking lost this guy, and that shit's hard to accept. Yeah. It um, is because a lot of time when the artists are so young, yeah, and they die. Rest in peace, X. They don't even feel like they're gone, really, because you don't really know. Like you still have the connection that you, that you did, because mm-hmm. their music is always going to be there. Yeah, but they're dead. So like their friends and family are in pain, mm-hmm. and you, I, I, you could be too. Like I was, I, I was sad when MF Doom died, obviously. Yeah, but the. The way I knew them and the connection I have to them is not severed just because they passed. Their music will live on. Yeah. All these artists that have passed away. They won't be making any more, unfortunately. But, I don't know. I'm just fucking sad. I don't know. Yeah, no, it's a that's a rough album to talk about for sure. Um, <laughs> uh, like going back to one of the... Or here, go on, continue. That's all I had. Okay. <laughs> going back to one of the earlier lines, it kind of like calm, like sums up everything we just talked about. Because on the surface, I look so fine, but really I'm bugging, bugging, making something out of nothing. Just on the surface, I look so fine, Just but underneath and inside, you're just, you're kind of like spazzing out. Like... But on the outside, you got to keep that composure. Mm. You got to keep the composure and keep up that image, um, which is tough. Which is it? Just is another. It's another like. It's another like peer through the window of like how he felt and like what he was dealing with. Um, and he gives us those little like snippets throughout the entirety of the album. Uh, and then the later in the song, when there's like the background vocals of the is it is it is it is it. That's like the the nagging like voice of like anxiety, like asking you if like is it good enough, kind of. Um, which, <coughs> you know, everyone kind of feels that self doubt, but I feel like it's really prevalent in artists. Which you know, again, like we went back to earlier, talk like check up on them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the the outro to this song, it kind of is a poem. And I think a the lot outro, of, yeah, a lot of his songs in this, a couple of his songs on this album are ends with poems. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Can I recite this poem for you, Rob? Yeah. Tell me you love me. Spin me around. Pretty please pick me up in the air. Don't put me down. See it all unfold. Set back and watched. Knowing time doesn't give a fuck about clocks until they stop. Bare feet running late. Her car started, even though the only thing that she's driving is a hard bargain. More important is I'm kind of sort of out the door, but she put me back together when I'm out of order. And over top of that is like, it's it's like noir sounding like horns. It's like a very dark, like kind of intimate, like yeah, 
yeah. horns going and then um, a few other sounds that we're hearing. What's interesting about this poem, though, at the beginning is like it's either he's like a young lady in love or a child. Yeah. Because, you know, men don't really get asked to pick get picked up. Yeah. He, read so, it again. Uh, Tell me you love me, spin me around, please pick me up in the air and don't put me down. So yeah. I think it's him infantizing him. Is that a word? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that's a Use word. It. He's he's turning himself into a kid. Yeah. You know, maybe talking to his mom or his dad or something. Yeah. Please pick me up. Like how you used to do as a kid. Mm-hmm. I'm sure your child does. Oh, yeah. And then he kind of goes forward to the future where he talks about time. Mm-hmm. See it all unfold, set back and watched. Knowing time doesn't give a fuck about clocks until they stop. Which is so... I don't even think he's talking about time, really. But but it's, it's you know, if you're the clock and you have something in your life that you disregard. Yeah. And you don't really notice it until it's gone. Yeah. Until, until you stop using the tool to tell the time, you know? Mm-hmm. Fuck! Jesus Christ! Yeah, oh no... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not being very hilarious on this episode. <laughs> no, it's very hard for us to be very hilarious. This is probably our longest episode we've had, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a feels episode, for sure. At least last episode was fun. It was like an upbeat. Boom, 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 okay. boom. Well, you've listened to it. They've listened to it. They better have. Uh, self-care, which is like the fucking magnum opus of the album. Yeah. Self-care. You ever watch the music video for self-care? Oh, I can't recall. Off he's in a, he's he's it, it, it's no, a parody of not a parody, but it's a homage to, to the Ryan Reynolds movies called Buried. I think it's called. Yes, where Buried he, with Ryan Reynolds. That's a good fucking movie. It is. It's simple as fuck, and it's but it's amazing. just him in him in a box. Yeah. the whole time. Yeah, but in the music video, he's in the box in kind of the same sort it's of. It's kind of like an homage to Kill Bill as well. Yes. Yeah, but that's towards the end. But yeah. I think the angles of. Oh, Buried for some better. I think so, just because yeah. of the camera angles and stuff. Yeah. Compared to Kill Bill. Yeah. Uh, but uh, he's in there. He's he's he wrote like Memento More on the inside of the. Oh coffin, my God! What does that translate is, to exactly? Uh, Memento More. Like everybody it, remember death. Mm-hmm. R- remember you will die. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the oh. official slogan of the uh, Knights of Columbus is Tempest Fugit Memento More. Which is Latin for "Time flies, remember death." Jesus. Uh, yeah. Wow. I am a knight of Columbus, not by my own doing, but uh, <laughs> just to make my dad happy. <laughs> uh, but, and I want to be a rank four. I'm only a rank two. I haven't gone to a meeting in fucking so long, but I want to be a rank four because they have capes and swords. <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about right now. A fucking knights Columbus. It's a Catholic thing. Oh yeah. It's like a it's like a men's Catholic. Club. Y'all fucking LARP. Once you get to rank four, you can LARP. It's not LARPing. You no, have real, cape, you real have capes swords. and swords. Real ass swords. I cut a bitch. You cut a bitch in half. You got like a William Wallace blade. Who? Do some research. So. Do some research. Do some research. He's like a 16th century like English. You don't like history. Oh yeah, white history though. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I went off on. <laughs> uh, but 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 Memento Mori, he writes on the inside of the coffin. Yeah. And this is so weird that the, death is such a prevalent subject in this album, and he dies a month. At, right, right it's like a month and three days. It's satisfying. It is absolutely wild. He knew it was coming for some reason. 
You know, they say sometimes people get that feeling. Like, you have that feeling of, um, what is it called? Inevitable doom. Impending doom. Yeah. Impending yeah, doom. That's a legitimate, like, medical yeah. thing. Yeah. That you have a feeling of, of you doom. Think, you think that's instinct? So you have, yeah. like, fear-based, like, yeah. instinct of, like, something's up? I think so. Yeah. Or, or reincarnation is real. Don't fucking lose me here. Reincarnation is real. Okay. And you're approaching the moment of death, and your intuition is trying to let you avoid that moment of death again. Ooh. Right? <coughs> deja vu is real. Yo, deja vu is fucking freaky you know there's a bunch there's like eight different iterations of like yeah. deja things yeah we'll talk let's about not get off on that no i we'll talk about that later because we can't get off on that right now um uh but back to this song climbing over that wall i remember yes i remember it all swear the height be too tall so like september i fall he dies in september yep. he falls in september Yep. So, like, that makes sense, like, you know, fall, autumn happens in September, yeah. whatever, but it's much, it's coincidence, but it's so much deeper. Yeah. So, like, September, I fall. September, I fall. September, I fall. He's telling everybody, September, I fall. That's scary. Making me sad. I know. <sighs> Down below, now I know that I... That the medicine beyond call, which is how he died, was the medicine was on call. Yeah. Fuck. God damn it. It's feeling like you hot enough to melt. Can't trust no one. Can't even trust yourself. And I love you. I don't love nobody else. I'm just going to leave it at that. I don't even want to say anything to, to, to that. Yeah. It's just, all right. it's too much. Yeah. Just highlight it. <sighs> I've been reading them signs. I've been losing my mind. Get the fuck out the way. M- must be this high to play. It must be nice above the lights and what a lovely life that I've made. I know that feeling like it's in my family tree. The Mercedes drove me crazy. I was speeding. Somebody saved me for myself. Somebody save me for myself. This is a young man asking for help once again. Yeah. Through his music. Yeah. Somebody save me for myself. Because I'm living so crazy. I got medicine on the call. I'm driving my Mercedes like a fucking animal. Somebody save me from myself. I will fall in September. Fuck. It's kind of like you know, like, there's only the, there's only so much you can do before and then something bad happens. The second part of the album, I think, represents him dying. In a way. Yeah. Oblivion? Yeah. Where he goes, Oblivion, yeah, yeah. Which is such a, like a void song, like you're in the void song. Yeah. Um, I got all the time in the world, so for now I'm just chilling. Plus, I know it's a beautiful feeling in oblivion. Fuck, dude. I don't like it. <sighs> it's sad. I love it. Yeah. I w- didn't know what I was missing. Now I see a little different. I was thinking too much. Got stuck in oblivion. So he had all these thoughts in his head. It was going meditative. But he got stuck in his own thoughts. And he was stuck in his own oblivion. 
Yeah. It's hard to discuss. Let's go and travel through the unknown. We play it cool. We know we getting fucked, though. You keep on saying you in love, so tell me, are you really down? Let's go back to my crib and play some 45s. Oof. Which is what I'm, I'm trying to do with all these bitches. Oh, yeah. Play all these 45s that I got. Yeah. You know? Well, that's not um, 45, but okay. It's safe in there. I know it's still a war outside. We spend our nights all liquored up. Our morning's high. Can you feel it now? Can you feel it now, Rob? No, man. That's so... <laughs> sound so fucking heavy. I don't want to feel anything. Well, if you're all liquored up in your nights and uh, your mornings are high, you're not going to feel much. You know? I think that's why... I don't know. I think he felt all these emotions, and that's why he kind of felt like he had to do drugs to numb out those emotions. Yeah. You know? The intensity of it all. <sighs> but the song ends with, like, a tempo, right? Like a like a I don't know when you hit a drumstick against the edge of a drum I don't know mm-hmm. what it's called but when you do that yeah I don't know what tempo, it's called it's the I tempo know. of that yeah and it kind of goes into the next song wings yeah which is a fucking sad fucking song about Ugh. depression Jesus Christ let's get fucking into it yeah yep let's go <coughs> I put some money on forever but I don't like to gamble on the weather oh God so in this line. Mac emphasizes the stability of forever, which is also emphasizing the unpredictability of a daily event, such as the weather. Mac alludes through a gambling reference that he trusts in the fact that tomorrow will come, but he doesn't get hung up on what he wants or expects to happen. I stole that from the internet, but I think that was the perfect explanation for that line. Yeah. That, you know, tomorrow will happen. Tomorrow, I'm expecting tomorrow to happen, Mm -hmm. but whatever happens during that time is whatever happens. I can't control that. You're not gonna gamble. You're not confident enough to gamble on it, though. Well, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this song is kind of weird because it's it is like a sad, depressive song. You're talking about that a lot, but he also, he also talks like one of the lines. I ain't feeling broken no more. He talks about how like he's trying to like get through that. You know, it's almost like like that line's almost like well, let's, self. Okay, let me let me before we get there, let me break down this line real quick. Okay, moving so fast the clocks look slow. Yeah. Slow. Water my sleep. I'm gonna fucking cry. Water my seeds till the flower just grow. Love so much that my heart get broke. That line every time I fucking hear it, it gets to me. Yeah. Love so much till my heart gets broke. Yeah. Jeez, because what I feel, I mean, before Jesus Christ, moving so fast the clocks look slow. It's just he's so busy, you know. Yeah. Trying to whatever. It just. Time is whatever. Yeah. Love so much my heart gets broke. Love so much that my heart gets broke. He's given so much of himself to mm-hmm. his fans, to his friends, to his lovers, to his family, whatever. He's given himself so much and he just does not feel that in return. Yeah. And he just gets his heart broken. And I think that's what happens to a lot of people that they love so much and they get it broken so many times that they just decide to turn to drugs, you know, and shut everybody out and, 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 you know, not, <laughs> I don't know, just not share their feelings anymore yeah. and not try to love. You get numb to you it. You get hardened. You get hardened and you get numb to it all. Yeah. Which is a good, you know, segue into the next line right after that. Do you have it written down? I don't really know how normal shit go. Yeah. 
I guess I just play it by ear. Silence is all that I hear. Fuck. Yeah. I play it by ear, but silence is all that I hear. Jesus Christ, man. What the fuck? This is goddamn art. Oh, yeah. I can't even say. The next, the next fucking line. Uh, listen as close as I can. Growing up, jump. Nobody holding my hand. No, trust is a problem. Never knew how. Yeah, that's why I keep to myself. Get when I need, then I'll be out. Please tell me who can surf the universe with me. Lucifer is human, so are we. All I ever want is what I need, and that don't include your time and company. Follow me. We on the up and up. Remember when I owed a hundred bucks? Now we look around like, what the fuck? If you don't fuck with me, you're fucking up. I feel like this is kind of a plea to a lover that's leading him, leaving him. Yeah, in a way, because like, who else is going to travel the universe? Like, who who else is on the same level as him that can travel the universe? Yeah, except Ariana Grande. Yeah, <laughs> and and then you know, Lucifer is human, so are we. Yeah, you know, like as much bad that you think I do, or as much bad as I actually uh-huh. do, you know, that's part of the human condition. Yeah, is you're going to fuck up. All I ever wanted is what I need, and that don't include your time and company. Remember when I owed a hundred bucks? So this is somebody who has been with Max since the beginning, since he owed hundred dollars yeah. to whoever. Yeah. And now they look around at all their money and fame and cars and houses and stock and bonds and gold bars and whatever. Uh, that's like, what the fuck is happening? We got so much. Yeah. Now, well, hundred bucks is nothing um, at that point. But if you don't fuck with me. Talking to you, you know who you are. If you don't fuck with me, you're fucking up. You fucking up. You fucked up. I live. I like that line so much. Yeah, me too. Uh, if you don't fuck with me, you're fucking up. I'm a good investment. I'm a good investment. Yeah. I don't know. What do you have to say about the song? Um, it gets me so depressed. I don't. Yeah. Know. There's a in the earlier part of the song. He says, "Wind in my face. Don't stop now when it feels so great." Bro, and it's got that fucking tempo. It's just yeah, 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 like, yeah. Boom. Boom. Uh, you can run till you slip on the sidewalk and pick up the same bow that you picked. <coughs> Going break. That's a motif. That's a motif. Because the first line. What is a motif? That's a callback, right? Motif. Well, uh, kind of. But also, motif is like a, a tool used to create um, imagery and repetition. It's a callback to like the beginning That's of the song when he said, I got a bone to pick like roses. Roses. I ain't feeling broken no more. Yeah. But that same bone I think it's that a you lie. picked, Going break. You think it's what? I think it's a lie. He's not feeling broken anymore. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's I'm not feeling broken no more. It's like a, like he's trying to like. Do you think get, he's trying to plead to somebody? Yeah, and he's trying to get to where he doesn't feel broken anymore. But then when you know it breaks and you know all those things <laughs> that you fucking travel through in this whole song is. It's sad when you have to look at it in hindsight and you have to think that all these lines are pleas for help. From a young man, because remind me never do a sad album ever again. Jesus Christ, it's hard. No, we're going to. <laughs> no, of we course are we are. We're gonna to. hit all the emotions and all the flavors and everything, but it's not as fun as last week. No, it's not. I mean, I love my love research this was so hard this week. It was so hard to do it. Oh, what else you have? I don't fucking know. You want to move on to ladders? Uh, yeah, let's move to ladders. Track number seven. Ladders is a song that is a definitely 100% about Ariana Grande. 
Yeah. I think. I think. I'm thinking. Of the right. Wait, cut that out. I think I might be thinking of the wrong song. Okay. But uh, feel it a little. Feel it a lot. I'm swimming a bit, but deeper in thought. Keep my head up on my shoulders into some shit. I'm out of the box. I'm living this life different and missing the flight. Bullshitting. I like how he says bullshit. Yeah, me too. I had a plan to change. You can't stand the rain. A little delayed, but I came and you cool with it. I don't trip flip or lose my grip and i don't know at all but i do know this before you know me better know self i've been in this shit so long that it don't smell jeez he's been in the mix for so long that the shit smell he's grown numb to it so it's just nothing at this point oh my god i don't know you got anything well you know just he, he had a plan to change yeah but it got delayed. Yeah. And he came and he's cool and cool with it. And he doesn't, he, he, he's back to being calm, cool, collected. I don't trip, flip, or lose my grip. Yeah. You know? I don't know. I just... I feel like this song, you know, he's using, like, ladders as, like, the metaphor. He's, like, trying to, like, climb to new heights and see a different perspective. And, you know, try, yes. and we're, we're, the song is, like, over a happier beat. So, like, we're trying to, like, still get into, like, that self-convincing, like, everything's good. We're all good to go. Everything's going to work out. Um, and the song's kind of like, still with that, it's almost like he's still, it feels encouraging to like the listener and the audience. You know, I feel this episode is really going to be like getting to know us better as people. Yeah, especially you. You're feeling it. Oh my God. I'm in my I feelings like a motherfucker. Jesus I know. Christ. I never wanted this to be my persona, but. I am in touch with my feelings. It's kind of both of us. You know, if you go back to Pink Floyd for me, and then you go back to last week with me too, some of that shit. This is really hitting me. Yeah. No, it's it's a tough album to so, cover. So, Small Worlds, the next song, if you're ready for it. <laughs> Are you ready for it? Um, let's just, let's just let, me, let me read this line. Okay. And then I don't really, I'm, I don't really have. All right, read it, read it, lot. read it. I know it feels so good right now, but it all come falling down. When the night meet the light, turn to day. Gee, a uh, couple meanings. It could be about talking about drugs, or it could just be talking about. <sighs> Fuck, it's it's another. It's just a line that I wanted to highlight. That's hard to interpret because you know it could have multiple meanings. Is it about drugs? Is it about his life? Is it about his emotions? What is it about? Do you know who plays the guitar? In the on small worlds, oh, please. You don't fucking know. No, you don't have this written down. Who plays the guitar in the song Small Worlds? Take a motherfucking guess. I just want you to take a guess right now. Who it is? It's somebody you know. Who, you know who it is, but you don't know who it is. Okay, so it's not Mac. Nope. Is he gonna blow my fucking mind? Yes. Okay, just tell it's me. It's a famous guitarist. Uh, he's somebody. Is it English? No. Okay. Is he young? Uh, is it Slash? <laughs> I wish I wish it was Slash. <laughs> That'd be amazing. No, it's... Can I say it? Yeah, please. John Mayer. What the John fuck? John Mayer plays the guitar on Small Worlds. Are you serious? Would you can, after I tell you that, you can tell it's him. Like, just what, just the way why he plays guitar is so cool. Yeah, John Mayer's a fucking fantastic guitarist. In, so, like, uh, in Mac Miller's tribute show on YouTube, oh my he God. plays this on guitar and he sings it. 
I gotta watch that. Oh my fuck. It didn't make you cry? It'll bring you to tears? He's just talking about his friend, you know? About yeah. His friend who passed. And he's, oh my he's god. Playing the song that they kind of wrote together. Oh. I like this. This song kind of sounds like a, it's like a slow jam, but it's, you know, discussing flaws and understanding that, you know, like, you know, being damaged, being a little fucked up is just like. I wish I was cool as John Mayer. Put, yeah? I'm not as cool as John Mayer. He's. Because I'm just not cool, calm, and collected. I'm quite the opposite. You're getting there. I want you to picture this, Rob. Yeah. Me, 23 years old, in in a town, by myself. My roommates moved out. I was in my apartment. I kept I always kept it really cold. Okay. And I would watch The Godfather in the <laughs> living room. And I was alone as shit. I didn't really have a lot of friends. I didn't hang out with a lot of people. You know, I, people like me, of course. Yeah. Everyone working, whatever. But I really didn't talk to them until after I left. Yeah. And I was just driving around to my classes that to, to this album. Just wanting to go home. Oh, my God. Kind of sad. It is sad. Yeah. Because I had so much. I had. I, I partied, like, so much while my roommates were there. Yeah. And, like, we threw our own party. And we went to other parties. And, and it just kind of ended after I left. And I was so alone. How long did you live like that? Six months. Six months? <laughs> Jesus Christ. You gotta like come a, home. It was, it was like a... Yeah, it was a long time. Oh, my God. And I got new roommates, which they were nice. They weren't like partiers or anything, but they were very nice. Yeah, that's cool. I'm glad you got new roommates, but six months One, was a long time. Yeah. All right, small world. Back to this shit. Yeah. Back from this s- small break. Uh, I just want to ball, maybe dunk, but I've never been tall. So he's got big aspirations yeah. in life. But, you know, maybe he doesn't have the ability, I don't know, to, 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 to do some of the things he wants to do in a way. I might trip, but I never fall. God knows I came close. Don't try this at home. Which, I mean, I don't know. Is he talking about maybe near-death experiences? Yeah. Maybe. God God knows I came close to dying. Yeah. Could be a few times with oh this God. DUI or whatever and, and other life experiences that maybe we don't know about. Yeah. That might be, you know, kept inside. But he goes on to say, um, I know I probably need to do better. Fuck whoever. Keep my shit together. You never told me. Ri- be, you never told me being rich was so lonely. Nobody know me. Oh well, hard to complain from this five star hotel. It's because <sighs> if you hear somebody complaining that has a lot of money and you're broke, yeah, it's hard to relate to them. But they still, you know, money doesn't buy happiness. Yeah, Mo- you can you can have all the money in the world and still be a depressed piece of shit. Yeah, you know, you can still be where you're at. Uh, you know, money buys a couple cool, cool things. You can you buy know? toys, but you can buy a wave runner. You can buy a wave runner, but it's not gonna necessarily buy you happiness. Yeah, and it, that, it could help. It could help. I'll be happy for a couple of days. <laughs> <laughs> it's not gonna buy you fulfillment. That's what the fucking saying should yeah. turn into. Yeah, yeah, you're not gonna be fulfilled unless you got enough commas. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but okay. you know, being being that rich. 
it, it I imagine is lonely. Yeah. And I will find that one day. Uh but uh but you can't trust anybody. Yeah. You have a small you have to have a small circle. You there's only a few people you could you can't meet new people. Oh because, yeah. Because like listen to me. I think I listen. Oh, listen. To me. Okay. I think I would be the perfect celebrity best friend. <laughs> Why is that? Because I would fucking make, Mac Miller would still be alive. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> because I don't. I don't give a shit about their fame or their money or whatever. I just want their friendship. Post Malone. Post Malone. Austin. Post. Hit me up. We're, we're, uh, we hang out. We can hang out. I just want to hang out with them. That's all I want to do. You want to be on the I podcast? Think, I think there's a lot of people. There's a lot of people that use him like mac miller and all these celebrities yeah that they can't trust new people yeah the only new people they can become friends with are other celebrities like just like dating and stuff yeah so it's so hard to know who's a fucking weirdo yeah and who is just a cool guy like who's like a genuine person yeah (laughs) you know who who would who would be a valuable friend yeah it's, it's hard to maybe find that it's true Fuck. This album's making us sad. What else you got? When I listen to it on headphones, it plays in both ears. I don't know what the fuck I wrote that down for. <laughs> Jeez, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I got a bad attitude. Playing until I'm out of moves. No need for shame. I get mo piece at sp- slow speeds. Which I think is a reference to the la- to that, that, that verse where it's like moving so fast the clocks go slow. Yeah. So he gets more peace at slow speeds. It's cold in my veins. I'm blowing freezing snow seasons. Made me. Which is such a cool... Whatever. I'm getting so low energy now that this song is... All this is so fucking depressing. I'm so sorry, audience. Yeah. Uh, but I do like this line where he goes... Uh, I don't like it, but... Don't want to grow old, so I smoke just in case. Yeah. She say that I glow below the waist, and the stroke is so PGA. It's cool. It's good bragging. I like that one. I, I don't like the song about his slow suicide by cigarettes. Yeah. But I do yes, like do I. the lie where he's talking about golf and sh- his strokes. His strokes are so PGA. <laughs> are so professional. I do like that shit. That shit's fucking... That's pretty baller, I will say. That's like badass to say. And the stroke, that's just so PGA. It is fucking baller. I was like, damn. When I heard that, I was like, Psh, that's some shit. Now, I think this next line is about existence in a way. All I got a little all I got is a little bit of space of time a little bit of space and time drawn shapes and lines of a world we made. So all I have is my existence, this space in time. It's all I have. It's all I have is my existence. Yeah. And I think that's what he means by that. Tomorrow may be right around the corner, but I swear it's go- it's going to be worth it if you wait. There's somewhere above you keep reaching up. Which is he's talking Fuck. to? I think he's talking to all the smart, smaller artists that you know. Yeah, I was there once. If you keep pushing, if you keep rocking, if you keep hustling, if you keep grinding, there's somewhere up here for you. Yeah, a hundred percent in success. Yeah, it's like a plentiful mindset that he's talking about. Yes, like if you want it, you can do it. You can achieve it. And then this song ends with another poem. Yeah, the which, piano, um, and the finger snaps. May I recite it for you, Rob? Absolutely. Yeah, nine times out of ten, I get it wrong. That's why I wrote this song, which is like a there's like a cool piano in the background. Just imagine a cool piano and finger snaps. Yes, it's like a it's like a whole piano bar. 
It is like piano bar vibes. Yeah. Tell myself to hold on. I can feel my fingers slipping. In a motherfucking instant, I'll be gone. Do you want it all if it's all mediocre? Staring at the wall, and the wall's full of posters. Looking at my dreams, who I want to be. I guess you got to see it to believe. Oh, I've been a fool, but it's cool. That's what human beings do. Keep your eyes to the skies, never glued to your shoes. Guess there's a there was a time when my mind was consumed, but the sun's coming out now. Clouds start to move. Don't tell me nothing but the truth. I'm tired. I don't got a spare second. Win or lose, win or lose. I don't keep count. Nobody checking. A couple of lines I want to talk about there that I just fucking said. Okay. Tell myself to hold on. I can feel my fingers slipping. In a motherfucking instant, I'll be gone. Yeah. I have that line written down, too. Jesus. Jesus. Existence is so... It's over. Yeah. It's so quick. It's over. I don't know. I don't know. Gotta figure out what and who you want to be. Do you want it all? Do you want it all if it's all mediocre? Or do you only want the good shit? Ooh. Shit. But I think uh, the next line is kind of alluding to his childhood in a way where he's staring at the wall and the wall's full of posters. Mm -hmm. I used to have, as a kid, I used to have a a poster of Eminem and a poster of Lil Wayne (laughs) in my room. And I think that's maybe what he's alluding to of his dreams of who he wants to be. The posters in his room as a childhood of like who's hanging up in his room, you know? Yeah. That's what I want to be. Is there a Michael Jordan poster hanging up? Is there a fucking, I don't know, uh, LL Cool J poster hanging up in his room? I don't fucking know. But... Usually the posters is there Biggie fucking Smalls poster in their fucking in his room, like we have in the studio right now, yeah. staring at me, looking at me every time I say some shit. King Biggie, he keeps there. me in fucking line. Yeah, he does. He keeps me in order. Biggie Smalls, Christopher Wallace, shout out. Um, but I think it's him as a young man deciding who he wants to be. Yeah, and his role models and stuff. Well, that's what I have. Right? That was one of the, of what I was getting to a moment ago was, um, you know, figure out what and who you want to be because again, time and death doesn't wait for anyone. And that's like why that line, I can feel my fingers slipping in a motherfucking instant. I'll be gone. Holy shit. There's so, it's just another, it's another one of the lines on this album that, he just says and keeps saying. He says more, and you really got to fucking pay attention to that, to those little lines, because there's a lot of meaning in a few words. And it's just, it's fucking heavy. <clears throat> what else you got for that song? Don't tell me nothing but the truth. I'm tired. I don't got a spare second. So, you know, he already knows about his inevitable death that happens for everybody but he's he doesn't want anybody to lie to him he, he wants nothing but the truth because he can't waste time on bullshit yeah i think that, that's what that line is i don't know so the next song conversations part one will never be a part two but i think the conversations he's talking about and the reasons why it's called part one 
is not because they're going to part two. Is because he's having a conversation with somebody who's not fucking understanding and they're not on the same page. Yeah. And this is only part one of what it's going to be because there needs to be fucking several parts to this shit. Okay. Because you're not, you're, Rob, you're not understanding what I'm saying. And so there needs to be multiple parts. And I think that is what the meaning of the name of the song is. Yeah. Is it conversation or conversations? It's probably conversations. Now you fucking ask me and make me look like stupid on my own fucking goddamn podcast. No, I was I was going back to alluding to someone's not paying attention to what you're actually saying. Oh. <laughs> so one of the uh, I wrote this down from genius.com. Uh, what you got? He's having a conversation with somebody. This person's shallow worldview hinders from having a deep conversation. This could be why it's called part one. Their okay. condo is empty and incomplete. Okay. You're missing every single shot that you ain't taken. Hey, kid, you could use a little bit of your imagination. It could do you right. Improve a life. You busy wasting. Said it's your money if you make it. Otherwise, it's just a conversation. Yeah. Boom, Rob. That's it. That's all I got for that song. Boom. All right. I got you, son. I got some more. So one of the line, we ain't on the same shit. No way. You ain't from my planet. We don't speak the same language. And that's the person he's having a conversation with that they don't see eye to eye on. Yeah. So Mac, I feel like, is speaking from a perspective of he's admitting and, like, kind of almost bragging on, like, the fact that he's, like, got success and he's got these things. But he's kind of giving advice to someone and, like, wanting someone to, like, listen to what he's saying and to stop fucking wasting your life. And stop having conversations about money and go make the shit. Um, and then also just stop, like don't fucking like foil the time that you have and don't waste money on, you know, things that you shouldn't be fucking spending money on. And, you know, make something out of what you got and make something out of your situation. So it's kind of like a he has like a, a, a braggadocious feel on this song. Mm. But if you listen to it, it's almost like a, it's all it's a kind of advice and also kind of like a plea to like, like the kids coming up, like yo, really think about what you're gonna do, and do it. Um, that's pretty much all I got. Don't know. Yeah. We was fucking almost missed my flight. Oh my I wasn't even tripping. I said it's all right. Now, I read this fucking explanation on Genius that I just had to share that I thought was kind of stupid. Okay. But I kind of like it. Fucking hit it up. Uh, <laughs> this line was also displays a lyrically clever play on words. Mac wasn't tripping about the missed flight, i.e. he wasn't worried about it, but if he missed his flight, he's literally not tripping anywhere. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> fucking... Hopefully, it, you should have marked how many fucking upvotes it had so I could tell people all these fucking idiots that were. He wasn't tripping anywhere. I know. But it doesn't even make sense the way he says the line. No. I wasn't even tripping. I said it's all right, yo. Yeah, like but tripping, like. Harry, getting an attitude. Like, 41 upvotes. <laughs> there's 40, so there's 42 fucking idiots when am they I the listen idiot? to that line. Am I the 42nd idiot? No, the 42nd one is the first guy who fucking wrote it, and oh. then the 41 other people who liked it. I hate that. People could be so fucking stupid. I'm so deep. He's not even tripping Well, okay, anyway, back. So. Okay, I, I didn't even want to bring this up, but now that we're talking about dumb people on fucking genius.com, there was, there was, a, there was a line that's, remember that line that I said, um, 
you know, let's go back to my place and spin some 45s. Yeah. People are saying because Donald Trump was the 45th president and Mac Miller. Fuck everybody. You're so <laughs> fucking stupid. Well, no, Mac Miller has a song, Donald Trump. Yeah, I know. So they thought it was him playing his own song, which is so Why stupid. Why the fuck would he have that it song? Did. Okay, I looked at 45. the upvotes. I looked at the upvotes. And it was negative three. So we're oh, thank we're, God. We're, we're, <laughs> There's three other people like you and I and Randy. <laughs> Those are. Uh, I didn't want to bring that up because I thought it was so fucking stupid. But now that we're talking about it, that's 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 where so we're funny at. that they're making an account on LyricGenius.com and fucking writing their dumbass ed- thoughts on it. People are so stupid sometimes. Oh my god, that made me sick to my stomach. <laughs> fucking stupid people. <laughs> okay, so if you're still with us, thank God. Here's some funny shit. Yes, uh, I think we, we we might just be all right. Thank God. I think we're gonna be all right. Yeah. Hold me close. Don't hold your breath. This feeling, your favorite, I know, which is a reference to Ariana <laughs> motherfucking Grande because they have a song together, yeah. beautiful fucking song, uh, called "My Favorite Part." Yeah, that's a song, right? I think so. Anyways, or, it's, or that's a line in the song. Yeah, this feeling's my favorite part. Yeah. So, uh, th- this feeling your favorite, I know. So that's a reference to the song he had with his ex girlfriend. Yeah. Fuck, man, this this album is too goddamn heavy for me. Yeah, it's heavy. I like funny shit. I like the funny shit. I don't like feeling my emotions out in public like this. <laughs> you all right? No. Oh, jeez, let it out. All right. Do you have any? <sighs> do you have any words? Me or Randy? The I like the line. Um, I want to hear a song. Oh, I want to feel just how you feel, because he's like talking about how him and Ariana like can be a little bit more. You know, if the song is truly dedicated to her, feel how. You know, you can't be honest with each other in person. Kind of like how you spoke earlier about how you can send texts that are a little more you know, open and then you regret it because you wouldn't say that in person. In your music, you can explore those emotions and you can feel a little bit and you can express things a little differently um, in lyrics and in art than you can, like sitting down face-to-face with somebody. So <coughs> this is the song. This, don't know, I believe is the song that has the, uh, Randy, if you can back me up on this, the writing credit of John Wayne. Okay. But I don't know if he wrote any of the lyrics, but definitely I'm going to get confirmation from Randy that John Wayne... The I, the beat is very John Wayne-esque. Yeah, that's if true. If you've ever heard a John Wayne song, it's very like... I don't know. I don't want to say nerdy, but it's very like... It, it, something you'd hear from like a video game or something. He has an yeah. album called Bowser, for Christ's sake. Yeah. So, uh, um, So it's very like... I don't know. It's very like video gamey almost. You know what I mean? You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. It's weird. It's weird. I don't know. But it, arcadey. Yes. It's crazy. It, I don't know. I just I I like that he was friends with him and was able to work with him on this album and yeah. sampled one of his beats or whatever. Whatever he did. That's all I got. Me too. That song. So, track 11, Jet Fuel, which Mac Miller is one of the three producers on this song, which is pretty cool. It's, it starts off with uh, 
kind of weird intro. Yeah. But it's it's from Cuddy Ranks from a 1991 reggae hit, The Stopper. Yeah. I didn't write down the lyrics because they were... Because I think it's supposed to be like... Yeah. Incomprehensible in a way, but it's still kind of a vibe. Yeah. You know? So... It's um, like... It's almost like... Um, because it's like in Patois almost. It's like slang and like dialect too. Yeah. Thrown in there too. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a good thing you didn't write that down. Um, but then, then this song is kind of like the heaviest for me. Yeah. Because he starts off, used to want to be a superhero, flying around with a cape, catching bad guys. Now my head underwater, but I ain't in the shower and I ain't getting baptized. Jesus. I don't know how many times I said Jesus or called upon him for his help, but fuck, man. You know, you have all this innocence as a child, and you have so many aspirations to be a good person, and you want to save lives, and you want to be fucking Batman. You want to be Superman. You want to fly around with a goddamn cape. Yeah. But then you grow up, you find the harsh realities of goddamn life, and your head is underwater. You're not cleaning yourself. And yeah. You're not cleansing your soul. You're not cleansing your body. You're not cleansing your soul. Your head's underwater. You're fucking drowning from all the stress of life. Yeah. It's so crazy. the the innocence gets flushed away, and you're underwater. Your head is underwater, and you can't take the stress, and you're fucking drowning. Yeah, but you're trying to swim, but you're drowning. And this song is almost like an, an admittance to like the the opposite of come back to earth, because this song is all about substance abuse. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a line that gets omitted from the song, but I know what the lyric is. What is it? He goes, you ain't going to find a lie in my face. I pick it up and let it go. They want to get pussy from my, uh-oh. Yeah. But he's saying, he's going to say old chick. Oh. That's why he goes, uh-oh. Oh, that's they don't cool. want to, they want to say that. I would rather that. It sounds cooler, too. Yeah, it sounds cooler. And it's also like, because if you like, you can figure out what the And then he goes, I don't need nobody. I don't need nobody. I don't need nobody. I don't need nobody. I love that. Yeah. Because he doesn't need to prove anything anything to anybody, and he doesn't need anybody. It's probably a lie, but he yeah. doesn't need anybody in his life. I feel like it's a lie, but. Yeah. Because he's talking about his old chick and how he doesn't really care, and all these people want pussy from his old chick. He's like, I don't need nobody, but I feel like it's him, him, him lying to himself. Yeah, yeah. He can't admit it to himself. I alluded to before on the other lines and stuff. Mm-hmm. Fuck man, this is not a fun album to talk about. <laughs> and then we got the horns. The the horns are sexy. Yeah, that's true. But then we end. Up, I'm sorry, Rob. I'm talking about all this shit. I'm taking away from your time talking. But me? No, you're good. I'm in a zone right now. How about it? And then it ends with a po- another poem, but it's like <laughs> a, like an auto tune poem almost. Yeah, where he goes. Do you have it all? Yeah. Read that shit. Fade in your hands while you're waiting for me. I'm already there, falling in deep. Now is only now. Head back to the ground, dear. Which is like a real poem. Like, yeah. Versus the other ones. This is a real poem. Fade in your hands while you're waiting for me. I'm already there, falling in deep. Now is only now. Head back to the ground, dear. So I, this is almost him talking to be on the grave almost, right? Yeah, kind of sound. Or going to the grave. Well, because you know? she's talking to a girl. Mm-hmm. And while you're waiting for me, but he's already there. So she's waiting for him, right? Uh, but if yeah. somebody dies and you're waiting for them, you're waiting for your own death and they're already there, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
Fuck. Fallen in deep. Now is only now. Head back to the ground, dear. <laughs> I'll leave it. Everybody turned off the podcast already. It's so fucking sad. Yeah, I mean, that's, you're uh, crying. You're gonna cry with us. I don't have anything mm. other than like the outro is I'm the perfect way to sum up that. 2009 is the next song. <laughs> my favorite. Where it opens up with a fucking orchestra of strings. It's so mm. fucking beautiful. It's my favorite song. But 2009 was the same year that his first mixtape came out. So mm. it was before he felt fame. Yeah. I don't know. We can speculate of what it kind of means. Yeah. 2009 is he reminiscing on before all the stress of his newfound success. Mm-hmm. Is that what he's talking about? It ain't 2009 no more. Yeah. <clears throat> um, what else I have? Because I don't need to lie no more. Nowadays, all I do is shine, take a breath, and ease my mind. She don't cry no more. She tell me that I get her high because Angel's supposed to fly in. I ain't asking why no more. Oh, no. I take it if it's mine. I don't need to stay inside the lines. It ain't 2009 no more. Yeah, I know it's behind the door. What do you think, Rob? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it anymore. Well, I think oh. in, in retrospect, if, if he's if he's inhabiting his own body, yeah, as he, the age he was in 2009, which was probably like 17, 18. 15 is when his first mixtape Okay, came so out. he's 15 in 2009, yeah. whatever. And... um. It ain't 2009 no more. He knows what's behind the door. So if he's looking back on the reminiscing about before his success, yeah, he knows what's behind the door. All the hardship he's about and to go through. Is he telling his past self to be like, "Hey, don't open that door. Don't well, open Pandora's box." Possibly because there's a the later in the song the line, and sometimes, sometimes I wish I took a simpler route. Instead of having demons, that's as big as my yep. house. Yep, 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 yep. Fuck. So, do you think he regrets his success? Partially, yeah. Because there, there is, you know, if you can live a, like a simple life and you're not in the public eye, and you're not. There's so much pressure around you. I think it contributes to his substance abuse. I agree. Uh, something I remember reading a while ago, an interview with. Mac Miller, kind of something that he regrets doing is that he had like an intern or a, uh, an assistant or something. And one day he, Mac Miller asked his assistant, Hey, what do you have me saved as under your, in your phone? And he put like my hero, right? And yeah. Mac Miller just had him as intern in his phone. Not even his name. Really? Yes. And I think that put everything into perspective for him when he realized how people view him and how he views people. And wow. He value in the people that he, he views. Holy shit. So I think a lot, a lot during this time is just introspective of how he treats people and how people view him and how his success is the reason for all of it. Oh, <laughs> I didn't find that story. I read that a long time ago. Oh my God. <sighs> Yeah. Do you have anything else on this song? You want to keep going? No. Um, We're on the last want, song now. Do here. you want a few more lines from me? Yeah. Yes, I do. Because I've been talking a lot. For oh, that's like, okay. Um. <clears throat> well, the light was dim in this life of sin. That's sad. That's just those. It's a sad line because. Talking about like just like light not being bright, 
you know it could just be like he's always in like the haze or he's always you know you know under the fucking under the influence you know talking about fucking commercials and shit but it's um just that and then you flip from that to i don't have it all but that's all right by me so it's almost like it's just going back and forth with that struggle of like is this the right path and am i actually happy with not having it all or am i content where i'm at or am i not um and then I struck the fuck out and then I came back swinging, you know? So even though you fucking fail, you got to keep persevering. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, well, with failure, uh, with failure, you have to fail yeah. to succeed. You don't know how many times you have to fail to succeed, but yeah. you got to fail. You got to fail. I failed so many times in my fucking life. Yeah. And I'm still failing and I'm still trying stuff new. Yeah. And we're still doing shit. And, um, and then... But really, I'm just trying to start believing in God. Now when it gets hard, I don't panic. I don't sound the alarm. Damn. I love that line Me so too. much. When I'm, tr- I'm just trying to believe in God. Yeah. I'm just trying to find purpose. I'm trying yes. to find some meaning. And all this bullshit yeah. is God the answer. I'm yeah. trying. Yeah. It's not necessarily working. Yeah. But I'm trying to find any answer. Is God the answer? I don't fucking know. Yeah. I have no idea. Did and he talk to me? I don't think so. Yeah. You don't know. No, meant to, but it's just fucking, you know, trying to just deal with like, you know, just life and like growing and being able to like, you know, handle things as you go through life and like continuing to like come back swinging. Um, it's fucking, that's my favorite song <laughs> on the album. It's hard to it's talk so about. so heavy. Yeah. But yeah, so the last song, So It Goes, produced by Mac Miller. <coughs> so it goes is such a good attitude about life, I think. Just, yeah. just, just, you know, you roll with the punches. Yeah, it shoot tell it, it too shall pass. Yeah. So it goes, such is life. You know, just being, just going with the flow, rolling with the punches. I think is a good way to live. You know, you can't stress out about every single goddamn thing. Yeah. Um, it's got kind of like these, like these synths that are kind of cool. Yeah, and like it's like. It's got the layered vocals, you know. It's got like a melancholic feel. It's got like vibes. One hundred percent. You can have. This is all about success. I think the last couple songs, but you can have the whole world inside your hand, and you could still drop it. Uh, and everybody want to reach inside your pockets. I tell them, red light, stop it. Feel that. Shit that gives me more headaches than alcoholics. And then I think he he goes back to 2009 again in this song where he says, there was nothing in my wallet, just a lot of dreaming. Mm-hmm. I built a crib on top of the promised land. We'll call it even. I'll bring more flavor than all the seasons, winter, spring, summer, fall. The grass is always greener till I cut it all. Please lead me to my studies. I give you no applause. My... Hands been counting money, and it's hard to be the boss, but somebody got to do it. <laughs> it gets so exhausting. Yeah. So, fuck, man i i I can't. I cannot. I can't do it. I can't talk about this album anymore because it's so. So, I think halfway through this, the beginning half of this verse, he's talking about you know I ain't got shit. 
I'm dreaming about my success. All this hard work is going to pay for a crib, a house, a really awesome house in the promised land of California. Um, and then he's, and then I think he's talking about when he's, you know, please, please lead me to my studies. Or no, the grass is always greener till I cut it. So I, I think that. the the grass was greener until he got to that grass and he cut that grass. Yeah, because he was feeling all this type of way. Yeah, but then we flash back to uh, when he's making all this music and he's trying to get success and he and he goes, uh, "Please leave me to my studies. I give you no applaud. My hands have gotten money, and it's hard to be the boss." Right. Yeah. So, um, not necessarily his. I think he's trying to feel success with this album. Yeah. That's what I mean. Okay. Is, is, you know, because he spent two months sleeping in the goddamn studio. Studio. Yeah. Leave me to my studies. I'm going to get a lot of success from this. Ugh. Um, Often with the bullshit, and baby, I've been through it. Enough for the both of us. So come over later, and we won't let no one close to us. We could be posted up. So he's got a small circle. Yeah. Whether it's his woman or his friends or whatever. Yeah. But he's not going to let anybody get close to them. Um, I get no satisfaction, goddamn. They say I've been gone too long. I could just tell them, fuck you, but that come on too strong. My God, it goes on and on. Just like a circle, I go back to where I'm from. So at the beginning of that, I can't get no satisfaction, which I think he's talking about how he's a perfectionist Mm -hmm. in the studio and he can't. He can't, you know, he can't rest. He can't sleep. He just has to get satisfaction from his album that he's not getting satisfaction from. Yeah. From his art. And he's not feeling that satisfaction. And that goes back to him doing drugs and yeah. why he has to feel numb because he can't get satisfaction from his art. And then they say, saying I've been gone too long. I just tell him, fuck you, but that comes on too strong. I love that line. So. I love it too, and I feel that type of way sometimes because I feel like you know being gone for a long time. Sometimes I just feel like going away and nobody talking yeah. about it. Yeah, and or, also like you can't. But he's be he's, that rough. I'm sorry. You're okay. But he's been gone so long in the studio. That's why nobody's seen him. Mm. And he's saying "fuck you." I'm working hard in here. Yeah. You know you don't understand what's going on. Like, but he, that wouldn't be very calm, cool, and collective <laughs> yeah. Miller to do that. Um. And then he goes into, my God, it goes on and on, just like a circle. I go back to where I'm from, which I think is a reference to his next album, Circles. Oh, my God. Um, But is also a reference to the Bible, Ashes (laughs) to Ashes. You know, it just is a circle. Yeah. Continuation. Yeah. Uh, From once we came, we'll go back and whatever shits. (laughs) You can quote that. Yeah, and whatever shits. Um. What else you got? So in in Mac Miller's final tweet before his death, right? There's two social media things we can touch on right now. This has since been deleted, but he said uh, he described the track as um, I told John Bryan, who is the producer on this, to play the Ascension into Heaven, and he nailed it. Yeah. On the outro. Oh. Which is his ascension into heaven when he passed, but also his fucking... God, the end of this album, just the way it ends is just the ascension into heaven. Yeah. What is the other social media part? 
that you're talking about. This song was featured in his last IG story. Bro, I'm telling you, watch his IG story. It's so good. It's just him jamming. It's, I'll have it's, to. It's a vibe. It's a good vibe. And also, what's kind of cryptic about that is, so it goes, is... um, do you, Have you read the book Slaughterhouse-Five? I have not. But I, I have it on my bookshelf. Yeah, I haven't read it yet. I, I want to like get Kurt it. Kurt Vonnegut? Huh? Yeah. Kurt Vonnegut. As soon as I read this, I was like, I want to get that book. But he in that book, apparently, he uses the phrase, so it goes... Like whenever death oh, occurs, yeah, yeah, yeah in yeah. the fucking book, yeah, because it's about war. Yeah, uh, mm. fuck. And then like, like, it probably is a reference to Kervonica because he's such a an influential writer. Yeah, but then I have read that part of that book actually. Not you mentioned it. You say you have that part. Where yeah, you're talking about death and stuff. Oh so my good. god! And then like that's his IG, and then mm. yeah, that tweet. Fucking the ascension and, into heaven. It's so. And then when you let you, it's see almost it. not a coincidence. Yeah, and then it honestly is very beautiful. And like it's oh that yeah. that It'll the outro takes you on a yeah it's a ride for sure. What does she got on? Oh, do you have anything else on that? No, we'll play a little bit of that for the people. Oh on yeah, the audio. I'll play it. I'll play it. Um, but fuck, man, I'm so sorry. I just, it it was a heavy album. I didn't before we picked it. I didn't realize how heavy this album was. Yeah, it's true. But it's one of our favorite albums, and we needed to talk about it. Yes. I think you know us. Like, there wasn't a lot of laughs in this album. This, this, no. this episode. But I think you have a better understanding of who we are. I would say so. As people, <laughs> there we go. Um, and um, do you have a final thought on the album? No, I'm I don't know. I think it's amazing. Yeah, I'm gonna read mine. Beautiful. Um. So, well, first and foremost, we lost a fucking talented young musician that the world, I believe, needed um, and mm. still needs. Um, so this was a, apparently going to be a part of a trilogy, which would have been amazing for the third to have come out. But I wonder what, what it's that, been called. I know. I wonder if he has any of it, like if he did any of it. If, yeah, some of it will come out eventually. Who knows? We'll wait. But um, so for this album, I, t- I touched on it a few times, but... Mike has very deep, wise gems in the entire album that hide between bars that are at times braggadocious, almost ego-driven lines that can overshadow some of the true meanings in the album. You wrote that yourself? Yes, I did. That's beautiful. Thank you. That's what I wrote because when I finished it, my notes because today. Because it's absolutely, you're 100% right. I think he hides all these gems yeah. within these crazy lines and upbeat bass lines and all this shit. I don't know. So let's rate this food. Ten. Those microgreens. Those aren't garnets. That's microgreens. I don't eat microgreens. Oh. Um. I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give it an eight point five. Eight point five. That's was fine. amazing. Yeah, oh Rice my god. Was amazing. Not. You know, seafood. I'm not a seafood guy, but it was good. They were good. Yeah. They were good. I like the lemon. Yo, the fucking. I shouldn't rate it a ten, but I, it's my fault. I'm gonna give angels a ten, but I fucking put. Too much fucking hot sauce. The hot on sauce that killed shit. me. I love hot sauce. I love that hot sauce. Yeah, it was a, it was a little much. But I, I forgot I, the chicken was already spicy. He had spiced the chicken already. I like spice. Me too. But damn, that hot sauce would fucking kill me. But yo, that food was it so good. It is called Cholula hot sauce. The sweet, sweet habanero. Sweet habanero. Ooh, it's important for Mexico. Zero calories for you, uh, Weight Watcher folks. There you go. What do you rate this album? Ten. Me too. It's a ten. It, yeah, the emotional connection I have with this album alone for you nothing, kids. Are there's nothing I can I can I can it, the production. Yeah, the artist, the lines. It's a fucking ten. It's yeah. a ten. Absolutely, it's a ten, 10 from album it's cover to everything about it. Is, every every single thing. Everything about it is perfect. 
Circles is perfect. Yeah, it's so good. Oh, my goodness. So, 8.5, 10. 8.5 and 10. I'm going double 10 tonight for me. Beautiful. Beautiful. So, uh, thank you for watching. Yes. What do we got next week? Next week, we have another kind of sad album. Fuck. But uh, I think we'll have fun with it because it's kind of more of an upbeat. But uh, the story is kind of sad with it. But it's Changes. Fuck you, Nick Kroll. We're going to talk about that next week. Changes by Charles Bradley. Ooh. Mm, Fucking the Godfathers. The real Godfathers. The Godfathers. The real Godfathers. Oh, I know. (laughs) I know what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah, we'll talk about that next week. That's amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, We'll get into that shit. But, yeah. But uh, Charles Bradley changes. Listen to it. It's very good. Yes. Um, Sorry this episode was so fucking sad. But you you got to listen to it. You got to listen to it. Thank you for watching. We'll talk to you next week. Uh, yeah. Follow us on social media. Nelly Nutbuster, Lil Robbie Vince. We got Randy. What's your fucking shit? Just Randy underscore Byard. Follow yeah. Randy. Follow Angel. Follow our page. Whatever. Yeah. Follow me on Twitch. Uh, <sighs> thank you. Thank you thank for watching. You. Have a good week. Good night. <laughs>